welcome to the Suspense is Killing Us. I'm Kevin. Travis. Matt. That's the three of us. Hi. <sighs> We're all here. Hi. Are... To quote Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Wow. I mean, he's famous. He's got a lot of famous lines in that movie, but that's got to that, be the that best one. That one has turned into my favorite. When he <laughs> just walks into the, the observatory and goes, "Hi!" And they went, "Good enough." <laughs> <laughs> Give print, him his twenty million dollars. Print that one. Every line doesn't have to be a quip. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He got $20 million just for that one mm-hmm. line. Yeah. He got $20 million for each line in that movie. Yep. And a Humvee. So he could buy more small horses. <laughs> Worth it. They should have given more money to Chris O'Donnell. I think we can all agree he carries that movie. There's the scene where he walks in a room and says, hi, it's not as good. Nice. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Oh, oh yeah. hi. It's, hi. Oh, shit. Oh, it's Chris I, O'Donnell. I don't remember Bye. That <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what everyone said. The, the people left the theater in droves. Yeah. Give Chris O'Donnell a break. He's probably on a CSI show now or something. Or, or, or an NTIS. He might be addicted to crack or on, something. He was on NCIS, I think. See? Those, I think. Guaranteed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. Probably. <laughs> Did you know that the, the original version of NCIS that stood for No Clown is Safe? And it was just about a team of assassins. <laughs> Jeez, that, that sounds awesome. <laughs> nah, I just made that up right I now. I know, but that, that sounds real. awesome. Hollywood, are you listening? <laughs> Hollywood, take note. <laughs> We're coming up Chris with the real ideas. It's Chris O'Donnell just as a like clown this, hit squad. There's this underground assassin group that's killing off clowns because clowns are, like, bad. Yeah, they're clowns, evil. So they're like, they got to kill clowns. But, like, you know, normal people are going to just think they're murdering people. So. Right. Well, it's like it's like when it's like if they were like working for the Vatican to kill vampires right. or something. It's like no, it's just the secret well, like government Men in agency. Black or yeah. something. Yeah, like, but yeah. they got to kill clowns. And Chris O'Donnell gets gets sucked into it in the first episode because he's the best. Right. Just like Will Smith in Men in Black. He works for the Navy NCIS, and then they're like, <laughs> "You really, you don't understand. This is a front. This is a front for the clown for the real for the real conspiracy." <laughs> Kid clown killer. No clown is safe. Yeah. <laughs> good, which is good. Mm-hmm. They're they're the good guys. They're, they are, yeah. The no clown is safe. No clown is safe. They're, they're the heroes. They're, they're, they're the heroes. But I mean, they're, you know, they're dark heroes. They like have to, you know, they're they're anti heroes. Some of them are alcoholics because they have to, you know, live. They gotta the live life. with they, the, they gotta the live murdering this. all those clowns. Yeah. yeah. And then it wears it's like, on you. And then it's like in V, you know how like Robert England's character is like the good alien, so right. he hangs out with the people. There's one clown There's that's one like that clown. too. Yeah, just because you got to have one clown that hangs just, out with them. It's like, whoa, 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 like, it's just me. And they're like, oh, I almost blew you away, just like all these other clowns. He's, he's their Slimer. Yeah, he's Slimer. And there's also one of the one of the guys. One of the guys has a little boy, and the little boy doesn't know. So he wants to be a clown. Oh, oh fuck. shit! Yeah, oh, that's man. a really tormented like uh, that. That particular plot line is is gonna yeah. be hard on some people. Well, yeah, because clowns are monsters, right? But also they can infiltrate people and like you know yeah. get you to put. They come. take the ma- they take the makeup off. Of course, in this show, they're gonna be putting makeup on. Yeah, they put a ma- they put makeup on to look like regular look like, people, like the joke, like oh, the boy. Jack Nicholson. So there's like Joker. a part where a guy will take off his <laughs> nose and it'll just it'll be like a big, oh, big red hole. clown nose. No, oh, big red oh, clown nose yeah. underneath. Because they have little, like, little squishy, cute yeah, little yeah. honk noses. Oh, I've seen killer clowns from outer space. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what the I know what clowns are really up to. Coming this fall on CBS, <laughs> no clown is safe. I would say wow. this is a million dollar idea, but a million dollars isn't that much money anymore. I'm gonna no. say I'm gonna say this is a five hundred million dollar idea. I think you're sure. right. It's a franchise. Call Let's, Jerry Bruckheimer. Well, we got I'm a f- calling him right now. I, yeah. be, I, bet we could, I bet we could bang out like a like a five season arc right, right easily just today. No yeah. problem. <laughs> We've got the time. No problem. We got the tools. We got the talent. <laughs> I honestly like. I'm fully expecting to get a phone call from Apple TV like any second. They'll now. pay for anything. <laughs> yes, the people they just need content. Tom Hanks need... loves your idea. <laughs> These streamers need content. They don't. They don't need people seeing it. They don't need. Uh, they no. just need the content. That's it. 
<laughs> That's all that matters. It's a did really you, good business model. Did you see how they're making the real Squid Game show now? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what? Christ. They're gonna do a, They're gonna do an actual reality show based on Squid Game. Uh, well, and it's like I didn't. I have not seen Squid Game, but presumably they it. kill them on that show, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. And I have seen Squid Game, and I think it's really good. And I think this is depressing because it's like this whole the whole. The it's whole, like the whole it's point, like. Did you not see the show? Yeah, the whole point of the show is like. This, this is, is bad. This is bad. Yeah. And also, like, if you, and then also, like, if you do a real one, people aren't gonna die. Sure. And so it sort of is like, well, what's the, like, not that I want it, not that I'm like they should make a reality series where they kill people, but also, why do it if you're not gonna do the the premise of the thing is that these people are all getting fucking killed. Right. The like like half of them get machine gunned in the first game. There's like a little game where they have to play like red light, green light, and then when and so then these, there's these like snipers around that are just like blowing them away when they when they move, and I doubt that's gonna be in the uh, game show one. But they uh, will they'll do it. Maybe they'll do it with paintballs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's I, so I fucking swear to God, lame. it will be paintballs, and then they will say you got killed. Yeah, and then and, and then they'll you'll see the interview after. They're like, oh man, I wish I hadn't gotten killed. Like yeah. they're gonna refer to it as got you got killed. They should do it with. Hey, uh, it sucks, they it should sucks make though, all the, they're not actually dead. They just don't win money. Yep. Who cares? They it should make all shit. the contestants be Netflix employees so that they can get. Fired. Oh, you got fired. Wow. Because Netflix yeah. just is firing people left yeah. and right <laughs> Make now. It, do something creative. Or maybe if it's not Netflix employees getting fired, well, it should be, but like they can pick like, you know, uh Netflix employees who feel like their rights have been violated because they're trans and Netflix yeah, yeah, keeps yeah. putting Dave Chappelle on. Netflix yep. employees who are trying to unionize. Yeah, exactly. All the people that they overheard <laughs> complaining about the Chappelle shows and put exactly. them on the show and fire them that way. That'll be fun. Well, I don't know if I, mean, I don't know if our whole shank th- thing should be dedicated to bashing trans people. Get that guy on the show. Yeah, pay Get him, him on a the bunch show. of money. Get him on the show. We're gonna fire his ass. He's, <laughs> He's this his guy is so is, fired. His ass is getting killed. Yeah, quote unquote, quote unquote killed, but really fired. Good old Netflix. All right. Yeah. Speaking wow. of speaking of trouble. Speaking of games. Oh, oh right. Games better. and better. troubles. Speaking of troubles and games. Today's episode is called Troubles in Mind, and we're doing three. Irish IRA-themed movies from the 90s. Right. Yeah. 80s and 90s, IRA movies, a huge deal. It's a big deal. I think it's because, I mean, considering the size of the Flashpoint, just like one narrow corner of Northern Ireland, Mm -hmm. frankly, not a big deal at all. But I mean, I also I think that it also is that like uh, I have no sympathy for what people. <laughs> wow, <would say> <laughs> Christ! No, uh, but I, but I'm just saying like there's it's in so many fucking movies and uh, and it was like a uh, rather relatively small uh, yeah relatively small conflict conflict yeah. that happened. Um, but, uh, but but, it, but people but it were went fascinated. On for, but it went on forever. It's yeah. great movie it's fodder. It. it went on for a long time. It's great movie fodder too because yeah. they all and they all speak. Everyone speaks English. That yeah, helps. Yeah. Everyone's white. I'm sure that helps as well. Um, but it turns up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and considering all these movies uh, that I've seen about it, I still don't really know much. Well, about our favorite it. cranberry song. That's right. Oh, yeah. Music. Oh, lots of U2 songs. U2, so for much, sure. So much culture having to do with the Troubles. What was that? the Alan Partridge, the Alan Partridge line where he's like, oh, uh, fuck, I don't remember. He's like, uh, Sunday. He's like, I don't have to, the kids won't won't leave me alone. I have to mow the lawn. Sunday. Sunday. Bloody, Bloody Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> and then the guy's like, actually, that's about this uh, massacre. And he goes, oh, I'm never playing that again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to play that. That's, uh-huh. that's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, but the Troubles weren't a big deal. Well, these <laughs> 
Jesus. These three movies are using it as like a springboard for like you other know, stuff, action and or not not and or not action, intrigue, and intrigue and stuff. So one of um, them, one of them is a little bit more serious to its subject matter. Is made by actual an actual Irish person. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it still ends up kind of not being necessarily about that famously. Well, I don't. Well, I, don't, I also don't think. Yeah, I, well, I would like to dissect what I think that movie is about. So well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We're about definitely that. I mean, that's, that's, that's our that's our job. Yeah, yeah. I, a, I have very curious uh, to talk about that. Uh, the three movies are. We're starting with 1992's Patriot Games. Wow. Following that with also 1992, slightly later in 1992, uh, The Crying Game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two games. Two games. Two games. Uh, and then we're going to finish with the perhaps rightly forgotten 1994 action opus, <laughs> Blown Away. Yeah. Yeah. Here's where we get into my crazy A shit. very silly film that is highly enjoyable, but it's a, very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one for, that one for me was the one where I think I was like, I was way into it. It's it that one honestly like it tipped over into being like a little too long for me. It was like yeah. it went on too long. Like oh. it, but it had me at some point. I was like, "Man, what a fun like this is just okay, this is exactly what I signed up for." And then by the end I was kind of like, "All right. Wrap it up. All right. All right, wrap it wrap it up. It, it it doesn't do anything. None of these movies really I the one I was surprised by was Patriot Games is that I was kind of thinking like I was kind of going like, "Ugh, I got to sit through this dad action thing." And then I found myself going, "Yeah, oh, it was pretty good." And Sam Jackson is in it. Oops, I forgot that. Cool. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't have anything to do, but nope, he's in he's, it. He, totally, Sam Jackson I mean, is in it. It's Sam Jackson. Bef- it's Sam Jackson pre Jurassic Park, pre Pulp Fiction, pre Sam Jackson. Really, I mean, he'd been in probably Jungle Fever, White Sands, and, but he'd like, been a ton of stuff. But, but, he, you know, but he's roles. but he's like, but they're all small parts. Like he hadn't like become Samuel L. Jackson. Absolutely you know? not. That's, so that's so 94. so you so he shows up in it, and now we look back and go, like, oh hey, there he is. He's, he's like he has like four lines, and he gets to be in the action climax or whatever. So that's true. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, it, it's Patriot Games. This won't be like anything you've ever done before, little brother. Target leaving the palace now. From the producer of The Hunt for Red October. Get down! Based on the best-selling novel, comes the summer's most explosive motion picture. Hoodie. So, you just waited on in like John Wayne. Couldn't just stand there and watch him shoot those people. It was rage. Pure rage. A reluctant soldier. They were moving him to Albany Prison on the Isle of Wight when it happened. They are on our. We know he's escaped. We think he's left the country. In a war that isn't his. What Ryan done can't be undone, so you should stop thinking about it. We can't. <laughs> well. Okay, so 1992's Patriot Games. Yeah. Directed by Philip Noyce. Yeah. Noyce. Noyce. <laughs> uh, and the follow up. <laughs> probably tec- like the fifth or sixth. Technically a sequel to yeah. The Hunt for Red October. Yes. Alec uh, Baldwin unceremoniously <laughs> kicked out of the job and replaced by Harrison Ford. Was he fired or did he quit? Or uh, what happened? He, you wanted, guys might know. he wanted a lot of money to do a sequel to a very big, a very successful movie, mm-hmm. and Paramount was like. Well, we don't want to pay you a lot of money, and also if we pay Harrison Ford even more money than that, this movie will make a ton of money. And they were right. And they were right. <laughs> but I don't like Harrison Ford in this role, so wow. I think that this w- is exactly the Harrison Ford per like the perfect kind of role for him. But I don't think it's a very good Jack Ryan for me. It's hard. It's hard to like obviously yeah. divorce it from The Hunt for Red October, one of my all-time favorite movies, yeah. a movie me that too. I yeah. genuinely love with my whole heart. Yes, uh, we we discussed it on a Patreon one time. Kevin Kevin likes it fine, but doesn't have the same love for it that Matt and I do. No, but, correct. But this is <laughs> but this is like came out 
two years afterwards, it's definitely it's a yeah. sequel, but it's wildly different. And it's like I I'm I I miss the the sort of you know Jack Ryan is a guy who's out of his depth, is not an action dude. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, in this they turn they turn him into a guy who's like really he's like action hero out of the gate. Yeah, he like first first scene in the movie he's killing guys. Yes, immediately. But and, I will, and then they're out for revenge and he's got to kill more guys. There's so there's not much to this. I almost I almost uh, appreciated how little to the plot there is. It's just yeah. a revenge. Except story. it is yeah. still like just over two hours or yeah. something like that. <laughs> considering. I, considering it's just Sean Bean getting revenge, but I like yeah. that about it. I don't know. It has that. The, I just had forgotten. Like, oh yeah, I kind of like. The, it's just like a solid, like uh, one of these like thrillers they used to do back then. Where you're like, oh yeah, and and, and honestly, like I'm. I know. I'm. I don't have the uh, boner for uh, Alec Baldwin, the Hunt for Red October that you guys do. So like this for me is just like all three of these movies that they made, the Jack Ryan ones, or I guess there were four. But I forget no. what Ben Affleck was in the last yeah, one. That's some you're, of all you're actually missing one. It's five. There was a Chris Pine one. Yeah, there's called a Chris called Shadow Recruit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Jack okay. Ryan. Those, Jack directed anyway, by, the, that was directed by Kenneth Branagh. I might add the three from the '90s. Ooh. Anyway, that yeah. like are the ones that we consider like those are the original Jack. That like they all are so removed from each other that they're separate movies. Like yeah. I would never. Except, except I know I would never think you would maybe never think like Hunt for Red October and this movie have anything to do with each other. Yeah, like I don't. It doesn't. It's, name. it's not a direct sequel in a way where they go like the thing that happened in the uh, submarine that uh, last yeah. last month or whatever <sighs> that I did. So I don't know. And I like and I actually like Harrison Ford. I like this this like kind of Harrison Ford. I think like, I like watching him run around and be kind of exasperated well, these, and just doing these doing movies his stunts are and much pointing closer and to the books. I, I like I, that feels so, right. I haven't read any Tom Clancy books and uh, and but, yeah, uh, and that I don't sounds right. And I have I have not t- a ton of I, I'm I'm indifferent towards Alec Baldwin's performance in Red oh. October, and so I hate uh, to hear it. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it wouldn't even be in my top five. I don't know if he I have a top two, five. He does two impressions. Alec Baldwin he does. Yeah, he does a you Sean Connery impression. You know Kevin. what? You're 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 right. It makes my top five because I can think probably because I can probably only think of five Alec Baldwin performances that I think would yeah, be I'm not like, sure great. I'm not sure I could. Maybe I could maybe stretch it out to five. Yeah, I mean the two best were all in the same year as we discussed in our last. That's episode. true. That's true. And, and, Blues. and, and Glenn Gary yeah. later. And Glenn Gary, Glenn yeah, Ross was, was like a year yeah. later. Thirty Rock, yeah. he's fun. He's doing the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross character as, a, yep. as an SNL oh, sketch. The Shadow, I do like him in the Shadow. Uh, well, I, I do <laughs> love the I do love the Shadow. Yeah, hey, that's the United States of America you're talking about, pal. Great movie. That movie cracks me up every time. We got to do that on the Patreon. <laughs> I think we were thinking we were thinking about doing that and and, and, and the, the Phantom and the Phantom and, that's like right. in, in one episode. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Well, anyway, anyway, but I like I my point we was did that the I, Phantom. I could do my Robert Evans. I enjoy. Uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we got to do it. I enjoy Harrison Ford in this. I, I, I he's fine. I mean, I don't. He's not. It's not like Harrison Ford is doing something where you're like, no. man, look at Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones or because he's like this is like not fun Indiana. Jones. It is not fun Harrison. Ford. But, I'll tell you, like, I I, like, but I like it. Yeah, it's good. And I as I texted you guys the other night, there is some fun. Fucking Olympic gold medal finger of doom pointing in this. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gets some righteous fury. Oh going. man. Well, it's all re- it's all a revenge plot because it's hardly. I mean, it has all of these have to into one degree or another have something to do with the IRA. This one, it sort of becomes not really. This is it's, about his Roth IRA cashing out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pretty exciting though yeah. when you think about it. You have to wait a while before you can cash it. But out. He's got uh, his little daughter Thora Birch. Yep, baby Thora Birch. Baby Thora she, Birch. Uh, and his wife is Ann Archer. 
Ann Archer, notorious, famous Scientologist, Ann Archer, high-ranking... Famous wife player, Ann Archer. Yep. <laughs> high-ranking uh, uh, Scientologist with stars and bars. Yep. Is she? Right-hand uh, man no of David Miscavige. Yep, she's way up there. She, like, oh. her sons are in leadership positions way up there. Oh, wow. I had no oh, idea. Yeah. A genuinely sinister human being. <clears throat> Jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, now I know that about Ann Archer, I guess. I just thought she was in movies playing wives. And they're in... <laughs> Sorry they're to burst in, your bubble, pal. Oh, boy, now I'll never think of Ann Archer again, probably. At all, ever. No, I'm going to think about her all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll never stop. <laughs> She's a scientist, you say? What? Yeah. I, forget, I forgot already. Ann pretty Arch- much. That's pretty much Ann what Archer's in this movie? Anyway. <laughs> and they're in London, which is in England. Okay. Oh. For some kind of thing where Jack Ryan, because he's a, he's a prestigious you know, uh, lecturer. A, you yeah. do get to see him giving like the tail end of one of his lectures, and yeah. it's really funny. Yeah, and it's, like, it's just like the one in Da Vinci Code where he's like, see this? Thinks this is a Nazi swastika, don't you? No! It's actually these guys <laughs> in a religious festival. Wait, but what's the one here? I uh, I don't remember. It's okay. just some g- generic speech, but but this is <laughs> it's uh, just Her- some like doctrinaire policy. Like we've got to show strength abroad. To blah blah blah. It's he's he's boring. like so. This is Harrison Ford when when he gets like uh you know his family starts getting attacked and he starts getting into the pointy finger of doom shit. Yeah. It's like oh here we go Harrison Ford. But before that he's playing this character as a very boring man. Yeah. And uh, and his speech is just sort of like you could uh, do you remember do you remember that scene in Naked Gun two and a half when Doctor Meinheimer is making a speech <laughs> and everyone's like sleeping in weird different <laughs> positions as the camera pans, like someone's blowing a feather up and down. Just like, and that's why when uh, bipartite uh, <laughs> negotiations happened. When, uh, now let uh, uh, nuclear let me, treaty. Let me think. Let uh, me think. Uh, let me think for a minute. Oh, God. Finish, just finish it. Ah. <laughs> uh, or it's like the box factory. I don't know what you think yeah. of here. We just make boxes. We just, we just make boxes, boxes for, to hold nails. Ender. Uh, so, yeah, but he's giving a stupid speech. <laughs> and then, uh, but it, like the, the action starts pretty it's quick. Funny. It's funny because I don't even remember the speech, but it's funny how much like your experiences of this are colored by like that you by the yeah. by being Harrison Ford instead of Alec Baldwin or whatever I feel like because I'm like because I'm like yeah Harrison Ford it's fine it's a Harrison Ford movie yeah. it's one of these dad movies he's fine he's doing his Harrison Ford thing but I don't have the baggage of being like it should have been this other guy who was better or whatever Harrison so. Ford also and, and not the same he's way. not asleep in this I don't think no no he's, no, no he's no. like doing the he's thing he's playing the character as a real just sort of like Boy Scout kind of guy. Yeah, what's the one we and, did? And it comes across as boring. Firewall. Firewall. That's like Firewall. where you get like That's where you're like completely checked. Where's Harrison Ford doing this thing? But he's been doing this thing now for 20 years, and like this is kind of one of the first ones where he's yeah. like, like, because before he'd been in like Frantic and stuff. Right. But like even that's like a more interesting, exciting character than Absolutely. this. And it gets to be funny know? in it and all this other stuff. Yeah. And I mean, to me, Jack Ryan is the ultimate boring character. <laughs> I'm never gonna, but probably just from these movies, I'm like never gonna read any of these books because why would I? <laughs> he does a Sean Connery impression in the first movie and that's if not, Fred that's Thompson, not in the book of yeah. course yeah <laughs> and then Jack Ryan did a voice Harrison, re- j- quite a bit like Sean uh, pretty good Sean Connery impression there's a whole thread there's a whole thread in the book about how Raimi sounds just like Sean Connery <laughs> Ted Raimi's in this Ted Raimi is in this yeah. just in the background why uh, not but uh sorry you said Ramius and I reminded me Ted Raimi is in this <laughs> though he's ra- he's related to the famous subcaptain Ted Raimi <laughs> the famous, is in the this famous uh, the famous Scottish Russian subcaptain yeah uh but yeah, He's don't Lithuanian for, by does, birth. Does Harrison by the way. Ford do a Sean Connery impression in uh, Last Crusade? Of his wife's death. 
Uh, no. No, he doesn't. But he does that. What is it like? He's trying. He does some kind of German, some sort of like shitty German yeah. voice at that one if part. You are Scottish, Lord. No, that's the other. And tapestries. We are at the tapestries. Scott, if you are Scottish, Scottish Lord, accent. then ah. I am Mickey Mouse. So he is doing a Scottish accent, yeah. but not the same. It's not a Sean Connery accent. Yeah, so, this anyway. is not. This is not fun. Harrison Ford. Don't sleep. All right, let's get into the plot of this I'm movie. Man. So he's giving a fucking speech about some <laughs> shit. Protean events. Oh yeah, protean it's a, it's events, which says. has nothing to do, by the way, with the like. Protean events. If there was any kind of good writing involved, that would have something to do vaguely with the conflict yeah. in Northern Ireland, but although, it doesn't. Although I, I sometimes think that like I like it when it's not because it's like because realistically, sure, maybe the thing he's talking about in the beginning wouldn't have anything to do with what he's, is going to happen in his life. Because yeah. I always think that too. I'm like, well, why would he be giving a speech about that? Oh, look at this. This is what happened. I was just talking about these IRA terrorists. Here they are. Yeah. Wow, what a, what a coincidence. What a, well, then he go, they go outside, and then these IRA terrorists show up and try to kill some uh, famous politicians, yep. some British lords mm. and ladies. Yep, but Scene Bean. They, they blow up a car. And, scene uh, Bean. And his, I was and his, wondering how long it would take us to say Scene Bean. Scene Bean. Away. It's Scene Bean and Patrick Burke. And his wee brother, Paddy. And then uh, isn't, uh, who's the girl? Uh, she, it oh, is Polly Walker. Polly Walker from Rome. From Rome. Yeah. 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 She's, she's great. I always had, I always had crushes on like, uh, hot, hot Irish hot, redheaded women. Just hot, mean assassin ladies. She plays a in, great villain in these movies. What's yeah. the, they're also the lady from uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah, one, the one who's not who Kristen Scott speak. Thomas. She doesn't speak. Yeah, yeah, she just butchers people and yeah. then, he, and then Jeremy Irons has to stop her. Like, all right, that's enough butchering. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Want to go have sex in my boat? <laughs> Polly, Wa- Polly Walker's great in yeah. this. She Polly Walker in. Cracker. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so so Harrison Ford, uh, he uh, Jack Ryan rushes into to action. Yeah, he, he like he's nobody. I think he he basically like jumps on his wife. He's like, go look out for the bullets. And then this stuff's all just happening completely away from. It has nothing to do with him. I mean, I mean he's that's a what, huge, huge hero. The, that's what the movie is about. Actually, yes. is that he rushes into this and he didn't and it wasn't had and, nothing to do with him. And people are constantly afterwards he's like going like, immediately why the shooting hell guys in it though? Yeah, well he, he tackles a guy. The whole thing. He shoots at the guy after the guy shoots at him. Though, so. Oh yeah. yeah, but he thwarts. And these guys are terrorists. They're doing a terrorism. Yeah, and he kills them all except for you know Sean Bean. He just shoots and Sean Bean's on the ground. Yeah, he thwarts the whole thing. Major, major action hero shit. And throughout the rest of the movie, people are constantly going like, "So, Jack, what the hell was that about? Why'd you do that shit?" Yeah, <laughs> and he's and he has to like come up with excuse. I don't know. I uh, but one of the I was pissed w- off. One of the Patties he kills is uh, <laughs> his actual name is Patty. I yeah. think is uh, is uh, Scene Bean's bro. Yes, and so and then Scene Bean and his people get sent to jail. Yeah, scene, you know, there's like this whole scene where Harrison Ford. Is there a scene? Whole scene with Scene Scene Bean. Scene Scene. Where Harrison Ford's got kind of got him pinned with a gun, and then you see like these close-ups of, sh- of Scene Bean's eyes, yeah. and Harrison Ford's. You can see him getting like a putting a target on him, and yeah, going yeah. like, "Now I, now I'm gonna dedicate the rest of my life. I'm gonna to teach you and your them. friends about peeing. <laughs> teach you all about peeing." <laughs> I'll show you what peeing's really about. Oh, you'll find out all about peeing. Real peeing. major league peeing. I'm gonna do the kind of peeing a man does you've, when you when you kill his brother. You've never seen peeing like this. You've never seen or felt peeing like this before. That's never gonna be funny. Uh, That's never not gonna be funny. Oh my uh, god. A thick stream of peeing is coming your way, and so on. Uh, and, uh, so that's pretty much the rest of the movie. It's just scene being kind of like... Scene get, being get, peeing. Getting his revenge. Scene just being his, peeing. Just getting his revenge. 
Yeah, and he, that's the whole plot. They, well, there's a whole, there's a whole I mean, there's thing a lot about of how stuff, like a bunch of stuff that happens. There's the whole it. bunch of shit. Oh, he has a he has a whole. Um, he has to get out of prison. Earl Talbot Blake arc. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Harrison Ford's walking around like investigating the IRA for some reason, because he starts yes. to like follow. Or he's trying to figure out like Dick what's Harris. going on with Richard Harris and Patrick Bergen because they're smuggling weapons and stuff into the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Sean Bean or Scene Bean gets gets out and he gets over to he gets across the pond across the pond as they say. Yeah, and uh, and he he tries to kill Ann Archer and Thora Birch, drives them off the road into a fucking freeway pylon. Yeah, this is a wonderful little detail. Um, we get this very intense scene. This is obviously a very uh, intense situation for old Harrison. They're also for old Jack Ryan. They're also like while that's happening, there also is an assassin that's going that's stalking Harrison Ford. Yes. So they're like trying to kill Harrison. They're trying to kill Jack Ryan, and then also kill his family yes and, yeah. he's, and he, then he can get his revenge scene bean's got a whole scorched earth thing like he's not and, and it's constantly bumping into the what the ira is trying it's not even the ira is it it's richard They're, harris is the ira yeah. his guys are kind of like radical offshoots of the ira yeah. they're not right. officially sanctioned then but even his guys like P- patrick bergen are always going like you've got to stop with the revenge bullshit it's got nothing to do with what we're trying to do here got nothing to do with and all your like, peen nay i'll not do it i gotta show him my peen <laughs> and uh um, but I did want to point out that there's a scene where uh, Scene Bean is like mowing, is like gunning down Ann Archer, famous Scientologist Ann Archer, on the uh, highway with the with Thora Birch, the yeah. daughter, and she crashes into like this median yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's all pretty intense, and, yeah. and this is the whole time Harrison Ford's tra- trying to contact her on a on a car phone and all this, and then he sees the smoke and oh no, Ender, and uh, <laughs> this is right after he's been almost assassinated. Yeah, yeah, shit's really this is like midway through the movie. Uh, and then, it, and then at a certain point, they're in the hospital, and the the doctor's like, "Your wife's oh, I love she's this fine. Part. We had she's to take out fine. we had to take out Thora Birch's spleen, though." And they're just like, "Oh God, not well, her spleen!" But Harrison Ford delivers the line when he's talking to Ann Archer, because because like Thora Birch's uh, uh, yeah, life is in question, laid up. and Ann Archer's fine, and so she like opens her eyes, and he's like, "Hi, honey." And she's like, "How's Thora Birch?" And he's they had to take her spleen. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Which I, I, I that reminded me of something. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the do, uh, um, the guy's wife, Mar, uh, Robin Tunney, Kathy in, guy's wife? in Paparazzi, oh, also yeah. loses her spleen. That's right. Oh wow! <laughs> Chris <laughs> Rock takes her spleen. And if there's anything I learned from Paparizzo, the movie, it's fine if you lose your spleen because Robin Tunney seemed fresh as yeah. a daisy. She lost her immediately spleen immediately afterwards. Yeah, Paparizzo. Do I need my spleen? No. Paparizzo is that related to Papa Roach? Papa Roach's brother, Paparizzo. <laughs> uh, and, and at one point, um, he does. Uh, scene being just while we're on the topic of spleens here, a uh, scene being a- is antagonizing scene Harrison Ford scene spleen. over the phone because he's 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 really locked. I'm gonna in teach on this. you and your friends about spleen. Spleen, and he goes, uh, "Lost her spleen, eh? Pity that. <laughs> I think it might make it harder for her to fight off infection, yeah." So it's like, oh, okay, so that's what a spleen does. Pink like, we hearts, get, yeah. yellow spleens, <laughs> purple yeah. horseshoes. We get to find out what a spleen does, and this yeah. maybe has something to do with fighting off infection. And also, he's like, he's like. Like, well, I didn't kill her, but I did something. So, haha, I'm taunting you still. And you're like, man, this guy really loved his brother. This guy, yeah, this guy yeah. loved he his brother so too much. He was into his brother. He was way, he's way too into his brother, which oh. people point out constantly. They're constantly like, you were way too into your brother. Just this like reven- it, stop this revenge thing. It's really fucking up our, our, our other plan. It's just like his <laughs> relationship with his brother in The Lord of the Rings. That's true. They loved each other a lot too. Wow, they did. Yeah. Fuck. But 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 Scene Bean is the one who didn't make it in that one. He didn't see you didn't see Faramir going out trying to kill all the hobbits. That's true. 
Yeah, that's true. He had to get that ring. He was he was weak. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of brothers, uh, I just found out today that my brother has the uh, novel coronavirus. Oh. So. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Travis's yeah. brother. Good I job. sent him. I sent him a text and congratulated him and all you know the things that you do in this modern age. Happy Brother's Day! We are recording Good this job. on Brother's happy Day. Happy Brother's Day! <laughs> <laughs> so happy for you on the Fourth of July. You finally got it. <laughs> when is mine gonna come along? Yeah, uh, I'm sure it'll come eventually. Yeah, maybe. I have to go to a wedding pretty soon. I'm sure I'll get it. There, there. we go. That's where you get it now. I was just on vacation. I didn't fucking get it. Yeah, unbelievable. No. What's it take? You have to try harder. Not, don't be such a piece of shit about it like all the, the time. the one single guy at prom. <laughs> Sucks. You gotta try a little harder. <laughs> I like the it. part in this movie where they're doing, they find out that the IRA guys have like terrorist connections to the Middle East. They do terrorist training camps. That's right. And like the middle of the Middle East in the desert somewhere and they do this. This is like the big set piece Are we skipping ahead to the big set piece? Of, of the, well, no, not at the end, but in the middle of the movie, it's like, they do. It's not. I guess it's late. I get a little, little, little later in the movie, but yeah, they yeah, do a whole thing where towards, they're like. It's towards the end of the movie. They're doing this big thing where they like. They think they've got the figured out where all the terrorist bad guys are, and they have like a satellite Overwatch on a on a like a black ops you know hit squad, a special ops hit squad to come in and kill all these yeah. guys in their terrorist training camp. They have to redirect a satellite, in fact, so that they have this very small window of time where they can like get a live feed yeah. of this that's going whole, that's on. That's a whole big deal. It's, it's it's like, a, do you realize how hard it's it is to redirect scene. a satellite? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. I. I it's a. Yeah, I, I think a, that scene. I think that scene's awesome. It's I really thought that awesome, was that yeah. was that was the standout scene that I. That was like one of the only scenes I remembered from watching this as a kid, and then yeah. uh, watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, this scene is great. Where they're all, and that's also one of the two, one of two scenes where uh, Jerry. Uh, no, uh, what's his name? Horner. Uh, Jay, where Horner. Yep, recycles straight, straight aliens. Straight up, straight up. Not even. Yeah, not even like a re or a sound alike. There's a few where it kind it's of maybe like verges. two notes different. No. No, there's one. There's two scenes where it's just straight it's just up. Aliens. It's just straight up. It's just the, straight the, up the, there's a there's one scene where he's like just thinking in his office. Yeah, and they use and the it's opening just, credits. It's from just aliens. straight up the opening it's credits. The opening credits. Aliens. And, and then, then later, later on, the, it's the climax. Yeah, and then, but then also like in that scene where they're doing the raid. Yeah, it's like there's it is that, and then it, but it like he works it into that instead of it just yeah. being that one cue. But I yeah. thought it was fine. I mean, Horner Zimmer, do, Zimmer does it. Good old Horny. A lot of these composers. Classic Horny. But I mean, it's also like one of those things where you go like, hey, if it works, it works perfectly. Plus, like only nerds like us are gonna note it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not it's not like a thing where everybody's gonna. It's not like he's using the like G- John Williams using the Star Wars music in Jurassic Park or something. You'd be like, isn't that uh, like <laughs> hey. it's, it's the music from Aliens? And like pe- w- some people will notice it, but most people will just be like, well, that's actually it's an effective cue for yeah. it works. In the I love it when he does it, especially when I recognize those little tiny beats. I always yeah. did always get a, get a kick out of that. Like I love it in Avatar where he recycles the the, the horns from Glory. Well, it was funny because I just we just because we I don't know if it'll be out now, but we did the Apocalypto. Yeah, and then and then I uh, rewatched uh, Braveheart last week, and it's just like it's not the same score, but he's he's you know you know he's always recycling some stuff here. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, you know I like it. I like Horner's scores though. Good old Horny. Good old, Good old Horny. All right, Pete. He's one of the. He's, is he dead? I believe so. Horny is dead. I Shit. believe. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the big ones. Um, but the but like it's interesting this this um action quote unquote action scene where that's from the satellites. You only see it from inside the war room. Yeah. And uh, and it's interesting watching this scene now because at the time this was like one of the big set piece selling points of the movie because this technology it was just just after um the uh, desert storm mm-hmm. and uh this the the, the the thing that really hyped up yeah I have some desert storm trading cards <laughs> huge. <laughs> But like this, this sort of like technology using satellites and then like cameras and seeing stuff, uh, action happen from overhead and all that was like very, 
like powerful in the consciousness yeah. at the time. And this, and the, the whole point of this action scene is to kind of display this new, t- this classic Clancy shit to display this new yeah, yeah. cool war technology mm-hmm. and stuff. But when you watch, and in the way that the, the 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 placement of this action scene is almost kind of like the beginning of the climax of the movie. Yeah, yeah, because so they put a lot of weight in it. Yeah, and it's and when you watch it now, it, I, I still think it's a good scene, and the way that they do it is great. But it's it's still it's very underwhelming because it's just like yeah, I see this stuff all the time. Well, you know? I mean, yeah, it's now not, it's not a novel. Although I like this one, although when you know Paul Greengrass does it later now, then it's like you you can't tell what's going on because he keeps dropping the camera. But like in this one, you at least they put <laughs> the camera on a tripod or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like if this is the you Paul see, Greengrass you see, a, version. you see a corner of a of a computer screen, and then they go like they got him or something, and you see like a flash of green, and you go, I guess. Yeah, that. there'd be some like weird code on a corner of a computer, and then but most of the frame is like the shoulder of a guy in the back of his head. Yeah, we get all our we gotta get all sixteen of our cameramen blackout drunk and then set them loose. It's not all Paul. But it's the Paul Greengrassing of uh, of thriller. Paul of Greengrass when, thriller he, when he directs a movie. Here's what I want the audience to think you're thinking about: What the fuck <laughs> am I looking at? <laughs> but in an exciting way, yeah. like what the fuck am I looking? Yeah. You know, like I'm excited. I don't know. Did but you I, did you like how in the in the new Jurassic Park when they have the uh, look? <laughs> The, the part where they have the big car chase or whatever, and there's a, there's a bit where they actually do the shot from Born Ultimatum where Matt Damon jumps oh, across yeah. the alley through the window from behind. You know that shot, what I'm yeah. talking about? Uh-huh. But it's, but they it's, do it with a fucking Velociraptor in the new Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you know what? It's like... It's some, the it's, only cool thing in a terrible movie. It's cool, but it's somehow it's like, man, there's... This is totally stupid. There's a, there's a scene where raptors are chasing a guy on a motorcycle through, like, Malta. The and raptors I, and are on a motorcycle? And I'm like, no, yawn. No, no. It's just like sort of the thing where you're like, boy, you know, this is dumb. All these movies are dumb, but like, couldn't this be made by someone who cares to make these yeah. uh, these set pieces fun to watch instead yeah. of it just being like, and then raptors chase a guy on a motorcycle, I guess. Yeah. Those guys that care, they don't take notes as well. Anyway. Spielberg? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might be like, no, I don't want to do that to anything that one of the 56 producers has to say. Oh, anyway, anyway, anyway uh, back to Patriot uh, Games. Back to Patriot Games. Patriot but yeah, Games. I, I really love this this scene. I mean, yeah, we're skipping ahead a lot, but it is sort of just like him figuring stuff out, and then Sean Bean unsuccessfully, yeah. Sean Bean, keeps Sean Bean to unsuccessfully kill him. killing them, and then getting you know his 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 buddies going like, okay, well, you tried, and now you got to come. Really got to stop doing this. Now shit. you got to come to the Middle we East. Got right? other, we got other we got other terrorist stuff we've, to do. We've got the other yeah. stuff on our minds here. Uh, so. So they so they do the thing where they blow they they think they've blown them up or they're like we're pretty sure it'll take a while to get them because you see all these you know explosions and they've like sh- shot all these terrorists at this camp yeah. and they're like well we get uh Ted Ramey's in there we think we got excuse me oh yeah. I think we got him because everybody just keeps doing Irish accents whether they have them or not I just got caught up in it yeah uh, there, it's a, it's actually kind of an effective ending of the whole thing because it's like everything is riding on this for Harrison Ford I think mm-hmm. this technology is new to Harrison to Jack mm-hmm. Ryan yeah. when he comes in and, and James Earl Jones reprising his role yeah. as whatever his fucking Admiral, character Admiral name, Greer Admiral Akbar. yeah um <laughs> And he it, and this is again just like a huge difference. I, I shouldn't be comparing the two. It's not entirely fair, but in Hunt for Red October, he is very fun. And like the first thing you see him saying is "Jack boy, get the hell in here! Yeah, yeah. you look like hell." And you're like, "I love this guy." And this one, he's dead serious. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, your daughter, your wife's, your daughter's spleen. I'm so sorry, Jack, about. Your but he sounds like Darth spleen. Vader. I'm so sorry about your daughter's spleen. This past How was your daughter's okay. Dora Birch okay? How's Dora? We had, Dora we had to get her okay. spleen. No. <laughs> Is her spleen safe? <laughs> I've got bad news. Jack, I saw your ship land. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star, oh, little I, Star Wars Patriot <laughs> games for you, people. Here's what your dad's new spleen's going to look like. <laughs> oh, well, you're going to have to go easy on it. <laughs> 
One thing I like about this scene is like how when they're like killing the people and there's the guys going like, whoop, that looks like a confirmed kill yeah. or whatever, very, very uh, casually glibly, or whatever. Yeah. And glibly and Jack Ryan's kind of like, oh, this is because this is not his usual yeah. place where he is. And it's kind of I mean, I think that's effective because it's sort of like because now now where it's just that's what war is, is drone warfare. So yeah. it's like now all war is like that. And you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of chilling a little this scene because yeah. these guys are just sitting yes. these guys are sitting there with their coffee going like and it's very pointed but it's i think it's effective where no it's like, pretty it's really effective because Har- mainly because harrison ford's reaction to it is like huh? um this is what i asked for but also this is fucked up he's barely ca- he's kind of <laughs> like i guess i know what's going on here but this is what the okay this is a whole yeah. different ball game but hey you know, and then and it lasts like two minutes and they've wiped out the whole thing and then james Earl jones jones just goes that's it or something like that so well, they lose it, they lose satellite the satellite feed at some point, so they don't have the live feed anymore. Yeah. They're kind of like, well, that's it. It's done. We hope and he's just like, Jesus, just, I was in a But just to make sure you don't feel too bad about that, then we get a tra- more traditional scene where he actually has to get his hands on a dude and fucking kill Absolutely. him. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Of course. <laughs> Which I think is a really exciting sequence when, like, because they have the whole, you know, the whole climax of the movie, but it seems weirdly tacked on. The climax of this movie? Yeah. Yes. Well, this, this sort of feels like the main cl- This sort of feels like, oh, man, that would be fucked up if that's how it ended. This is Michael Myers coming back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can't, I mean, you can't just kill him in like, no, a No, that's what I'm saying. Screen. Like, Absolutely. you can't do that. But yeah, and I, everybody be, watching a movie knows, well, they go, well, it could take forever sure. to get those bodies. You're like, you know, those, the I, ma- you know, the main villains aren't dead. Yeah. At the time that this came out, I would have completely been like, yeah, fuck yeah. But watching it this time, I was like, man, it'd be rad if it just ended here. <laughs> we yeah. got him. We got him, Jack. We threw in a bunch of SWAT guys and we fucking murdered everybody. That's what we do. Oh, well, We got some drones and some fucking guns and we fucking killed him go kiss your daughter it's over the movie's over yep. everybody go home no, and, that, uh, that, no, and that, this that, never happened that book that book would not be a bestseller and that movie no. would not be and certainly I not Patriot game never here. and i was never here um but anyway what they think everybody's dead and so prince prince nerdlinger or whatever from england comes over to, <laughs> to celebrate with jack ryan and they're gonna have dinner at jack ryan's house the actor is the same guy um in sexy beast who oh, yeah. fucks Ian McShane? Right. Yeah. He's that wow. guy. And he has a really I, I, uh, he has a really great line that I think about a lot for some reason in Sexy Beast, where uh, Ian McShane is is talking to him at the sex club, and he goes, "Men are women," and he goes, "Oh, absolutely." <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> I haven't how I seen that movie you. in forever. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, it's but they're gonna have, they're gonna have dinner at uh, Jack Ryan's ha- palatial estate in the fucking middle of a cliff somewhere. And yeah. where yeah. I mean, he must. I, where does he live in Maryland? Maryland. It is Maryland. And I don't, his wife's a doctor. I don't so know it's of okay any. I don't know of too many parts of Maryland that look like that. But okay, <laughs> the cliffs of Maryland. The fucking. They look like. <laughs> it looks like he lives on the cliffs of Dover. <laughs> yeah. uh, in a in a torrential rainstorm, no less. Uh-huh. Right. And it turns out that some people on the prince's. Security detail prince or, or prince or princess prime minister or prime minister. Or I don't know. Some is. Ponzi rich. Some. some he's like British a. He's guy. like a British. Guy. He is a royal. They're constantly calling him the royal. Right. Sir, it's somehow royal. It's Sir Britishman. Duke or something. Yeah. Sir, Sir Duke. Sir Duke. King Ralph. Sir Duke. King of Ralph. It's King, it's King Ralph. Ralph. It's, it's John Goodman. Yeah. yeah. It was dreadful when my entire family was electrocuted <laughs> oh, to death. Yes, it was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no. And then John Goodman got to yes. be King of England. Do you remember when I was King of England? No. My whole family was electrocuted by a photographer. <laughs> oh, a, what a thing to happen! Truly a grotesque tragedy. Oh my word! A, a insane way to begin a comedy film. Oh. Think about it. But it gives, it gives us all a bit of a chuckle. Yeah, we all had a bit of a laugh. I, I was, I was chuffed. Uh, there was children. They had the dot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the children, the poor little children. But they were royal, so it's fine. Uh, they were mostly inbred. Yeah. Are they really uh, people? Even 
<laughs> Bats in the belfry. <laughs> Don't you yeah, know? So Small had, hands. They all had noses growing Small out of their backs. <laughs> Very tiny people. <laughs> Oh, anyway, Sir Harrison Ford. <laughs> protect, oh, protect let's, me, Harrison. Let's have a bit of chuffing din-din. Protect me, dear Jack Ryan. Oh, so, scene bean. So there you go. That's so what happens. It's scene bean. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. We're quoting, we're quoting directly. Uh, so a guy, a guy on the inside is like, shoots some of the other guards, and it's like, oh, no, and then... Uh, Seen being in his uh, and Polly Walker and the other guy, Patrick Bergen, the other guy who's Patrick Bergen from Love Crimes. That's who it is. Yeah, <laughs> sweeping with the enemy. Yeah, yeah. And that's he's, it. Yeah, he's a guy. He's he's just a guy who's like one. He of those was also guys in the like, other the other Robin Hood that came out right around the time of Robin oh, Hood Prince of Thieves, right. the Fox TV version. Right. Wow. So so they're uh, so then they're like uh, they've got like night vision and ninja suits on and they like yeah. go into the. This is also kind of like to kill the guy. Primo Tom Clancy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends. It ends with. Uh, it ends with the. Uh, well, there's a, there's a scene. Then they find out him and Sam Jackson are getting into action with yeah. you know with the guy and you sh- you know you shot him Jack and stuff. And this is fun. Oh, I shot this him. Pretty it's fun, just, it's just a fun action scene where he's like get, trying to get his family out of there, trying to get everybody out of the house and like you know. Then they get on a boat. Yeah. Then they get on a boat. And he and kills. He kills Scene Bean with an anchor. Yeah, but before that, Scene Bean kills his other friends. Yeah. Because they're like they're like. Hey, uh, we're gonna go get the. We, we need to go get the. We need guy. to get the royal. We need to get King Ralph. And then they're like, yeah. he's like, he's like, no, I'm gonna kill Harrison Ford. And he's, they're like, that's fuck, man. And, and he they, shoots they, both just, of he them. He just fucking blows them away. And this is in the midst of a high speed boat chase. Yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford basically like uh, Harrison Ford uh, takes his uh, family and stashes them away and then gets in the boat to kind of like to divert the enemy yeah, yeah. away from his family and uh, and he's driving around in the boat. It's torrential rain. Mm-hmm. Some of these shots are fucking cool. Yeah, it's a good sequence. And, and there's some actually scene. really cool stunts too. Did Noise do uh, Dead Calm? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Noise is Noise can. Oh yeah. Know, for he had it for a while. Yeah, he really did. He fell off. I would say pretty much after Clear yeah. Prison Danger. He's moving his camera a lot in this. There's lots of crane shots and stuff. It's, it's like fun, big budget, you know. Yeah. Uh, he also did Sliver, stuff. which is one of our favorite movies That's around right. here. So <laughs> noise. Yeah. This guy's all over the fucking map. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, but this boat chase scene is pretty cool. And so, like in the midst of the boat, uh, the boat chase, they, the, they're going like, seriously though, you've got to stop with the revenge thing. And he just blows them both away. Oh, my like, God Damn. This is this is it's all really, I care about. It's really got. This is all I care about. It's got a boot. It's all I care about. This is a terrible day for Ireland, and of course, therefore the world. <laughs> and then they're, and then he jumps over into Harrison Ford's boat. Harrison Ford's boat's on fire. This is cl- classic shit. And then at a certain point, there's a, like an anchor sticking yeah. out of the uh, out of the ground, and Harrison Ford throws him onto the anchor. Yeah. It's actually very much how Tilda Swinton's son dies in the. Um, in Lord the, of the Rings. In Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Tilda Swinton's in, in, sha- in, in shallow. Deep, deep oh, end. Deep, the deep end. The deep end. Oh right, yeah. yeah. yeah Same kind of anchor. Yeah. That's like except when he dies, it's uh, an accident. Yeah. Or no, it's not her, not son, her son dies. It's, it's the blackmailing guy. Yeah, he yeah. accidentally kills the guy. Got it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. But anyways, yeah. uh, I actually remember the ending of this movie being different. And so no. maybe I saw the director's cut. I remember Harrison Ford fighting Sean Bean in, in on like the, the shore with nope. like, waves crashing that around. That never uh, happened. Just the boat. Huh. It was always the boat. Yeah. I vividly remember it that way. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. You're but might, you might be confusing it with Face Off. No, 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 no. I remember actually seeing an episode of like Entertainment Weekly too, where they like built this the, this whole like uh, w- like crashing water set. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, and it's a thing that they shot for like for it and didn't end up including it. Maybe. But I saw the making of on Entertainment uh, Entertainment Tonight. Oh, but that's a thing that I remember. No, this is the ending always. Yeah, I mean, it's I've always, seen this it's movie always like, been the that's end. That's cooler than I remember too, because like yeah. I, I always like a guy getting 
taken out on an anchor. It just looks great too. I don't know the whole. And then the, the boat, boat just, and then he jumps off the boat right before it crashes into the, the into rocks. the rocks, and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. It's and then and then we get like a couple more minutes. Oh, actually, this well, because there's a through line. Out, the movie goes out on a cliffhanger. Do you remember? There's a through line with his wife being. She's pregnant. She says she's pregnant <laughs> at the beginning, and then they're not sure if they. they but then she get in the accident, and then they're like, "Is the baby okay?" And it's like, "It's okay." And then they're like, you know, at the very end, it's like she I gets got a the, call from the doctor. And Thora Birch is like, "I'm not sure if I want a a." Sibling, how come I didn't? You know, she's like, she's got a whole. She's very good in it, actually. And Archer, uh, Thora Birch. Thora Birch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's very, she's very good. But she's like, got a, you know, whole thing like, I, well, how come I don't get a say in this kind of, you know, little. There's like the whole. I mean, we've talked about the action pe- set set pieces mostly, but it's like there's a whole bunch of like character stuff throughout. But yeah. uh, but then so she's like, well, and at the end they're like trying to find out who she's like, oh, I'm I got the uh, the results back or whatever. You know, we know what's gonna be. And it goes, is it? Uh, do you want to know? Do you want to know, Harrison? Do I don't know. know. I don't know. Do you want to know, Thora? I don't know. Yeah. I guess so. Sure. And she's like, all right, well, tell us. And then she goes, okay, guys, the gender of the baby <laughs> is Q credits. You're like, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll never know until the next movie. I assume. Stupid. I don't know. Whatever. It's very, it doesn't bother me or anything. But you're like, are you fucking kidding me? It's cute. I think it's just like it's that kind of movie. I don't know. It's for. It's like the. It's made for people like that. They're gonna go. All oh, right, clever. That's oh, funny. Shit, I don't know. We never got to find out. That's wonderful, honey. Yeah. That's so funny. That's funny. What a fun thing <laughs> they did at the end of Patriot Games. Yeah. Did we ever find out what gender uh, Thor Birch's spleen was? <laughs> <laughs> Where we get that information? It's gender nonconforming. No. Oh wow! Well, that's spleen. cool. Very Her progressive. Was, yeah. Definitely progressive. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at this. There are those cliffs in Maryland. They're called Calvert's Cliffs. Okay. All right. You're, I you're feel like Maryland. I've heard of that, but I've never been there. I guess they're about south of Annapolis. I don't know. Next time you're there, you got to make up for lost time. Check well, out the stuff probably, you never knew. I'll about. probably never. Whereas I call it Come on. Assapolis. Oh, Jeez, that's fuck, what you dude. call it? Dude. Ass apples. I do it all the time. Ass apples. That's weird. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. That's not because I, I dislike him, I just think it's fun. Oh, this movie okay. did, well, this movie did cause some controversy over its depiction of the Troubles. Yeah, and I would I say I would think that, so. Yeah. Both this and Blown Away yeah. <laughs> are using a genuine human tragedy as yeah. just sort of a backdrop for fun action blow-em-ups. I mean, like, it's some... Like, this is a thing where people died for over decades. But I'm, like, right. on both sides. Like, you know, Absolutely. like, the, the, a lot of people call it sort of a right-wing fantasy, you know, given its depiction of, you know, the the, you know, the... Northern Irish struggle as, as, as being like terrorist, terrorist assholes. Asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, strictly bad guys with fucking machine guns and ninja suits. Right. But they pull their punches. Both this and Blown Away like disassociates the main bad guy from yeah. the actual IRA. Right, but they, they, they will always right, make the point exactly. of going like, no, no, the IRA wouldn't do this. This is like they're basically the IRA, but scarier. So that would probably yeah. be the argument on the other side, is that it's like yeah, not, yeah. it's not critical of the IRA. Yes, which is again like. The, I, the, like Richard it, Harris is is the main guy of the IRA, and yeah. he ends up helping Jack Ryan, right? Or reluctantly, but in the end, he's like, "I'll, I'll give you the, the fucking uh, whatever." <laughs> he's not that. He's not that quite there yet. <laughs> oh, here like, we go. Look at this. IMDb, Travis. The original ending had Jack Ryan and Sean Miller fighting on large rocks in the middle of the stormy sea, and Miller eventually drowning. Uh-huh. Test audiences were not excited by this conclusion, so the new ending with the speed fo- speedboat fight was filmed. 
Thank God. Go. So you so you did so you probably saw like the making of. Yeah. Here they are filming this uh, climactic fight scene that they I remember it using. vividly because I thought it was fucking cool. Yeah. Because they made they used a parking lot in the studio and then they like filled it with water oh, and yeah. then put this huge backdrop. And it's one of those it's one of those things that when you see it in in making ofs and you go like this is such a neat operation then you see like the final result and you're like that wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> they had like a wave machine like they had a machine that made the like realistic looking tidal waves right. not tidal but you know like ocean waves yeah. and it's like what an operation and it was also they could film a pretty a pretty uninteresting that sounds like i mean just drowning him that's <laughs> a pretty, pretty unexciting yeah. fight scene it's worth pointing out that the character's name is also sean so characters yeah. are constantly scene. calling uh, yeah scene the notorious sean. terrorist sean miller yeah. what a <laughs> what a memorable name i mean it's also worth pointing out right that the the the, the fight between the irish republican army and like the british mm-hmm it's like terrorist, but it's like when it's, it's like, like when gorilla. we it's like when we invade Iraq and then call them insurgents, right? And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they're people who are essentially fighting in, in they're fighting occupying war, force, yeah, exactly. So the, the British have no history of being oppressors. <laughs> Get out of yeah, here! Yeah, they've always been really good. All they do is right. all they do is sip tea and, uh, and talk. They politely. civilize people. They civilize people. Absolutely. So, and I mean, so I think that like they're two, the fathers of the world. Yeah. So two of these movies uh, are made clearly from from people out way outside of it entirely, yeah. and it's like, yeah, they're like uh, action terrorists or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. who are terrorists. They're, they're, they're super killers. They're super killers who build bombs and have machine guns and stuff. And then I one mean, of them, one of them is made by someone who's who's I assume Irish. has lived through a lot of yeah. that, or at least has known, you know, has seen it. He's is Irish, Actual and, you, Irish and you go like, yeah, this is more. This is a little bit. <laughs> a little well, this but this more. movie, like, blown away, makes this movie look like a like a Ken Loach movie or something that's like true, that. That's yeah. <laughs> true, Blown Away is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't wait. Speaking of which, if you, I mean, I don't know, Ken, Ken Lo- watch Ken Loach's movies, but there's also, what's the Mike Lee movie about the the Troubles, the uh, Four Days in July is really good? Well, when the, I think it's Loach, when, but Wind That Shakes the Barley is that's, fucking when the great. That's great, too. And yeah. also there's a uh, Alan Clark movie that I watched recently that's, that's well, there's two that are good, but there's one called, uh, called Elephant. Which mm-hmm. Gus Van Sant stole his name from, and it's just like it's like a forty minutes of a TV movie, and it's forty minutes of like guys walking up to other dudes and fucking blowing them away, and it totally divorces it from any context or whatever, and it's just forty minutes of like guys walking into rooms, shooting dudes, and like walking out and stuff. And wow. It was hugely yeah, it was it was controversial because people I mean, were like, would still be controversial what today. F- what the fuck is that? And he's it's like, well, we wanted to just basically be like show the the mind numbing. <laughs> Uh, banalness of how long this has been going on and how like fucked up and how it's yeah. fucked up to just do that. He's like, did our I don't know. It's up to you whether or not it worked or whatever. He was a great director. He died too early. But but uh, but there's anyway, there's also there's lots of there's lots of good movies. Oh, outside of these movies, the, the Paul Greengrass one is good. Bloody Sunday is good. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah right. Definitely. There's one called 1971 from a few years back. Right, it's really really right. good. So there's so a lot many, of there's so many troubles movies, and I mean a lot of those are made from by by British filmmakers or uh, Irish, you know, Irish filmmakers, filmmakers yeah. and not necessarily American filmmakers who are yeah. uh, this in, one. Import, well, Philip, Philip Noyes is Australian. Okay, that's okay. Fair enough, but he's works okay. Commonwealth. He's Commonwealth. a Hollywood director though yeah. at this point. Yeah. I don't think he was. They also and also Australia. The, what do Australians know about the troubles? They, they just changed the ending of the book. In the book, he doesn't get killed at the end. Oh really? Yeah. No, the, at the end of the book, he gets arrested. Exciting, yeah. but. In um, in uh, what's the one with Ben Affleck? Some so of, of all fears. fears. So in that book, he gets executed by the state of Maryland for the crimes he commits in this film Whoa. or in this book. Oh, Sean Miller does. Sean yeah. Miller. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. I can see why they wouldn't like why they wouldn't necessarily they want to necessarily have that. Because you're like, no, we're who knows if we're gonna make four more. No, of no, these no. Or whatever. You gotta kill the guy. Yeah, at the end just of this. kill the guy at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's just interesting that, you know, because that's one of the reasons, like, I guess they changed enough of this that Tom Clancy didn't want to be associated with it after a certain period of time. Jeez. He, like, he didn't want to have have any really involvement in the production of it because he didn't like the way they changed some of the stuff in his Oh, script. Tom Clancy. Oh. Go Tom wear Clancy. your baseball clats. Clancy. 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 Go pay someone else to write your books for the rest of your life. <laughs> and he did. I never, never read a Tom Clancy, you guys. I've read a bunch of his, like, his, the ones that he wrote before he sort of became a franchise. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I think I read up to the one where uh, Jack Ryan actually becomes president, and he stays president for like at least one more book. Yeah, wow. Because there's a there's a whole thing. It was it, this was written pre 9/11, but there's an attack on the Capitol, like a terrorist attack on the Capitol, and it kills like everyone. And the first person in succession left is Ryan. Oh wow. So well, it's like Battlestar Galactica. That's yeah. right. <laughs> he becomes president, and then yeah. he starts the Ryan Doctrine, which becomes like a whole. The whole thing, like in the later books, about like his foreign policy and how rounding yeah. up gypsies mostly. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. Wow, it takes a turn. Yikes! Uh, and then in the, the one of the later books, he becomes the Pope. <laughs> I also read the one that they just turned into that Michael B. Jordan movie without remorse. Which oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's a great movie, and that's about a character who we will <laughs> see in the next Jack Ryan movie, played by Willem Dafoe. Oh shit! But in that that without remorse with Michael B. Jordan, that was some good shit. I enjoyed yeah, that. That was, fucking that was awesome. hot garbage. What, Loved a, it. what an exciting uh, movie, and then also just the same old bullshit. Oh yeah, at the same time. I love the scene in that movie where he's like, he's chasing this dude, and he he like finally gets a drop on him. They're you know, like going to the airport. He like you know disables his car, comes out of his own car, pours gasoline all over the armored car he's been chasing, sets it on fire, then gets in with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he really is a pretty <laughs> driven person. He wants revenge. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. It was awesome. He's a real force of nature. Anyway, but that's then, a that's then, totally like, different movie. It, but it's like Michael B. Jordan and the way that they shoot the action is all like the driving force of the movie, but like the backdrop is just the same old Tom Clancy yeah, bullshit abs- that they've been doing for boring decades. Shit. Yeah. Uh it's weird. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, but this is more in the pocket, more like classic uh Tom Clancy time. Clancy. Uh, we didn't get to hold, talk a whole lot about Harrison Ford's uh, growly, uh, angry stuff. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. You did it for Provasic. <laughs> uh, uh, the IRAs, they're not going to follow me all the way over here. The, this is like, the, everybody's so confident that like he he, he openly and in, in, like publicly thwarted the IRA, like a huge operation, and he, and everyone's just so confident the IRA's not going to go all the way to America. <laughs> like, he, he can get there in about 10 hours. It's There's, there's planes now. It's not like, it's not like a yeah. boat, you know, several months on the sea. <laughs> Uh, they could they could just get there within the <laughs> and kill him in like in a day. And they and they try. They and just, indeed they, they do. They just don't actually do it. I do like the part where he threatens Richard Harris, where he's like, "I will fucking destroy you." In the Irish pub, yeah, surrounded by a bunch of Irishmen, yeah. which seems like maybe a bad idea. And then Sam Jackson is there as his backup. Yeah, I will fucking destroy you. Yeah. And, uh, and this is him, like, talking to Sam Jackson about, like, he's like, why did you do that? And he's just like, it just pissed me off. Yeah. It was rage. Pure rage. <laughs> Jesus. Cool. Just made me mad. Just made me mad. I'm just a hero, that's all. Wow. I like the Marty, way I Sam, am not Sam Jackson, here. though, goes after that. He's like, oh, but don't get mad at me, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty no funny. Shit. And meanwhile, uh, Jack Ryan in Hunt for Red October is, can't fly and is afraid of air travel. Yeah. Uh, so, in different different kind of character. Uh, this is just like a, a thing that I thought was really funny um, when they're uh, b- about to bust in on like an IRA cell in America. And uh, they just have some 
uh, small talk between two IRA guys that are IRAing, like but working on a bomb or some shit, and and they've like put in this like this. Uh, tiny little camera. This classic Tom Clancy gear sort of stuff. And you're like, ooh, you could look in there. But you get this snippet of their conversation. Was, Did you see the game? Yeah, it was all right. The penalty call was not a penalty. That's their conversation. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then you got, oh, and then of course there's a classic scene where uh, they, they zoom in on a, clo- a close up of Polly Walker's decolletage mm-hmm. from the satellite. And you get a close-up of Harrison Ford's face, and he just goes, tits. <laughs> it's the best part of the whole movie. We can all agree. I like the part where Polly Walker's got that guy in the hotel room that she's going to murder. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, don't wear me. Don't make me wear a rubber, darling. That shirt says it's a sin. <laughs> and she pulls off her wig, and she's like, so is this, darling, and yeah. blows him away. And it's Robert the Bruce from Braveheart. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which I found out after I watched Braveheart, I was looking online, and there he made a sequel that was uh-huh. in like 2017 yep. called Robert the Bruce, and it's like, I think it's just a cheaper version of Braveheart, but about that guy instead. Have you ever <laughs> seen the movie where he plays Richard Burton? No. <laughs> it's totally awesome, because it's funny. him doing like, it's him doing like Richard Burton as Neil Hamburger. It's just like, <laughs> well, he's just fucking wasted. It's hilarious. That's pretty good. All right. I suppose where my I shall fall in Cheops. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, ratings. Uh, I'm going to give this three Juds. Mm-hmm. I could go as high as three and a half, but it's a little long. I don't know. It's fine. It's a good movie. It's sturdy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to top out at, at three Juds. Uh, I am going to go with zero Douglases. No, I'll give uh, it a half a Douglas. Yeah, the rubber. Yeah, the rubber, the tits, et cetera. So forth. Yeah, they do. They do sexualize Polly Walker's character, but albeit like very, very uh, briefly, yeah. and that's and kind of you think like it's going to be more. This is the only like, no, R-rated one. It. it is R-rated. It is a soft R. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm going to give it uh, ten out of ten spleens. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, I'm giving or zero spleens now. No, right? Oh no! <laughs> Just going to have a hard time fighting off infection. Yeah. Uh, or whatever, whatever a spleen does. I like seen beans in my burritos <laughs> instead of black beans. Can I get seen beans in that, please? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, Do you want to hear a terrible joke? Yeah. Yes. Uh, wait, well. Why? Yeah. I guess you can cut it if it's like racist or something. It's not racist. Oh, okay. Yeah, then we'll Why do all Irish stews Uh-oh. or soups have only 239 beans? <laughs> because any more would be too farty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is too racist. I'm going to cut it. Uh, pretty good. Too racist. Well, when he warns us before, I'm like... Mm. I just told you it was an unfunny joke. That's oh, you said, I said it was terrible. You said terrible. Yeah, yeah. Which, that could mean, that a, could mean that racist. That could mean a lot of things. <laughs> you know, if I've been like, why do they only have 239 beans? And then the punchline is like, I don't know, some horrible racist invective. <laughs> like, I don't even want to speculate. <laughs> because I don't know. Because, they're, do, because their blood is filthy. Irish blood, <laughs> exactly. is, Irish blood is filthy. <laughs> funny. Because of their... Ghastly Roman popery. Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're basically, because they're basically just fucking pagans. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Oh, okay. Any more uh, will be too farty. Uh, that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's better, I guess. Uh, it's me. Yeah, um, your turn. Two and a half Juds. Um, it's not by any means a bad movie, but it's it's very. It is long. I mean, it's not long, long, but it's 
It's just sort of gray and drab a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, it's just doing it's just doing its thing, it's just which doing is its just thing. the thing it's doing. You know, now I'm this would quite... be a fourteen episode series, but oh yes. my god! So at least we get it. At least with it's fucking John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, oh baby. Yeah. Oof. It was watching that Jack Ryan TV show that I realized I didn't like John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. I never knew. I never really thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I don't like John Krasinski. <laughs> He's a half decent director. Yeah. Quiet, I like both of those. Places. I like both of those Fine. quiet place yeah. movies. Yeah, I've seen worse. Uh, but boy, I sure don't want to see his goddamn face ever again. Uh, Spoilers for Doctor Strange 2. Oh, no. <laughs> but I true. have to see it. You will. I haven't seen a Marvel movie in years. Uh, yeah, just just two and a half, whatever. What are you going to do? Um, well, I'll give it a half a Douglas for the condom bit and the, the tits. But yeah, really, that's not, the, that, not that kind of movie. Oh, he already did spleens. That's the best part of the whole movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 reconfigured satellites. There you mm. go. Hard to do. You know how hard it is to retract one of those satellites? You I gotta do. call. Yeah. Re- yeah. You gotta call Reagan, and he's not even president anymore. <laughs> he won't know what's going he's on. Not, he's, he's got, got dementia. S- completely baffled <laughs> by it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, what did what? Mom, what did mommy say? <laughs> mommy, what is he talking about, mommy? Well, what? Well, the telephone. What? Do you know what's how hard it is? To re- what? What's a satellite? <laughs> He's riding a horse backwards. Is this about Nicaragua? Where am I? Well, I don't remember. Hubachev. Hubachev. Hubastank. Hubastank. I'm gonna give it three Juds. I think. It can't. It can't go any higher. But I could. It's hard for me to go lower because I actually was kind of like I enjoyed it. So, but it's like it's right around that. It's like three. Yeah, three and no more. Yeah. It's not better than. It's definitely not any better than that. It doesn't doing anything special or anything. Uh, but I enjoy it. I I found myself enjoying the Harrison Ford bedad pointing of the whole thing. You know, I don't know. We never. There's a scene where they're on the roof and he's like slipping on the roof a little, and I was just like, that's why I like Harrison Ford action. Yeah. He, he's he's really doing it, and he seems a little out of his depth a little bit. Nobody and, takes a punch like Harrison Ford. Yeah, he just, really looks like it hurts to to get punched. Back during this period when he was like coming out of Indiana Jones and going into this, it's like there's and like like he's really like frantic where they're just constantly on roofs and stuff. It's yeah. like that, I like that kind of. There's something about his face where he looks worried <laughs> a lot, and you're like maybe he's maybe he's maybe he's worried. I don't know. He's he worried. has a term for that kind of acting that he does. I can't remember what yeah. it is, but he has his own term that he made up for this sort oh, of really? like physical excessively physical acting yeah. that he does. That's not so much like doing all of his own stunts, but it is like being very physical with the, the, um, the like fight scenes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And he does great. When he's punching people, when he's getting punched, it always looks like it is an actual uh, harsh thing that is happening to his body, and, yeah. and you feel the gravity of it. He's yeah. That, one of his best skills. So so three stars because of that. <clears throat> but three uh, Judd's because of that. And then um, half, yeah, half of Douglas. If, she's, you know, if she was naked in that scene or actually fucked someone to death, like you kind of... Oh, like, man. Because like, he goes like to trial for like, it? Like the character is set up to do and goes to trial for it and there's like it's four hours. Well, that's why they get... That's, other movie that's what happens in the book where they get executed and two <laughs> books later it's for fucking that guy to death. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> there's not, nothing really sleazy in here at all. Uh, and I'm going to give it... Uh, boy, I don't know. I'm gonna give it uh, one Samuel L. Jackson in the background of a bunch of scenes. <laughs> yeah, he's got like just, three lines, just hanging out there. But you know, Sam Jackson, like he's he's such a good actor that you like you go, ah, here he is. He fits he fits right in. You yeah. know, he doesn't you don't feel he doesn't feel weird or anything. Nah. Still, like there's Samuel Jackson before he was famous. But yeah, there you go. Good job. There you go. Well, Patriot Games, we did it. 
Speaking of games, ooh, oh we got another game. Got another game coming up. We're gonna do the 1992's The Crying Game next. Yeah, also a, from 19. A much more prominently and controversial movie. Yeah. Take up my wallet. I want you to do something for me. I want you to find her out. Tell her I was thinking of her. Listen, there's something I should tell you. Genius and exceptionally well acted. You vanished quite effectively. You know her, Jimmy. Jimmy, is it? You've heard of this. And I, I really, I really loved this movie. I liked it a lot when watching it. This I time. thought it was still pretty good. I, yeah. I hadn't seen it. I'd only seen it once years ago. Yeah, I saw it when I, it came out. I never saw it when it came out. I saw it way after that, so I knew the twist. Um, Come on, because I'd seen The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, the biggest the well, chick in the, the crying game is really a man. I mean, man. <laughs> Thanks, Quimby. Isn't that a great movie? Possibly the biggest cultural impact a movie that made sixty million dollars ever had. People were talking about this and making fun of this and for whatever years. for fucking ever. Well, you know, it was a bomb in. Um, I was looking it up, and it was a bomb in England and Ireland when yeah, it came Miramax out. made it. And a Miramax hit. made it a hit ba- based on their marketing of like, and also, uh, it's they were someone summarizing that it was more of a hit here because people here. Don't know don't, anything don't about have, the troubles. Exactly, they don't have the connection to it. So there was, I think, it was less of a hit there, partly because people were like, "Well, I don't want to watch a movie that's sympathetic towards an IRA terrorist or something," you know. Yeah. Is and uh, which which the, it is with the the what's his name Fergus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really Stephen nice Ray. guy, Stephen Stephen Ray, who's great in this. Oh, he's great. It's so funny because we did in dreams a couple episodes ago, and he couldn't. Know, you've never seen an actor so asleep <laughs> in a in a in a, yeah. a, a small role, but still just like. <laughs> Like couldn't couldn't care less, and in this he's like he's like this guy's he's got that that droopy face, but he's like got a lot of energy. Yeah, I love all of his scenes with him and Forrest Whitaker. Oh yeah, but like the this, first half of the movie is, like, in my opinion, the best part. It's so good. I mean, when I first saw this, I knew the big the big like twist, the marketed twist, yeah. but I didn't know anything about the rest of the movie. Yeah, you didn't really. know about an know, IRA thing. Or I didn't know like about that. Forrest Whitaker. You yeah. knew the, I mean, you knew the twist when you saw it the first time. Yeah, because I saw it years it was, later. Oh, it was years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw this in the fucking theater. That's crazy. Me too. Yeah, With see, my grandparents. See, and I think by the time I came around to it, I'd seen, you know, I got all those Oscar nominations, and then, like, literally everybody was talking about it, and then, like, you know, there's the, the joke on The Simpsons is more of a joke about how the twist has been, has been yeah. spoiled. Like. Yeah, and, and the, it's a joke about how much people talked about this fucking movie, really, yeah. more than anything, because he goes, uh... Uh, the chick in the crying game is really a man, but all the audience just goes, boo. Boo. but like really dutifully, like we're yeah. supposed to go boo. And he goes, I mean, man, that's a good movie. Yay. Yep. Cause there's like this, <laughs> the Simpsons was just sick of talking about this fucking movie. Um, well, I am too. Let's stop right let's now. Stop right now. That's it. That's all we got to say about <laughs> the crying game. Some Juds. Bye. I mean, you got That's you got scenes, that we just the immediate the stuff crime. that came to mind watch, <laughs> watching this again. You got a scene, a prominent scene in uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Oh my god! That, par- that like parodies, quote unquote, parodies this. They uh, when it, this is disgusting, but and but everybody I think kind of knows about this, uh, where Sean Young turns out to be uh, quote unquote a man. And then, and Jim Carrey realizes that he's been like making out with. Uh, yeah, he like is disgusted. And he's like puking and stuff. And then they play the crying game song while this is happening, which which oh, happens which boy. happens in this movie. Since we're talking about, it, I might as well just get to it. But which happens in this movie essentially? The guy like is violent towards yeah. her, and then and then goes and throws up. But it's not. 
like I was telling Matt on the way here, it's like this movie, when I was watching it, I'm like, this isn't so much progressive, I don't think, but it's not regressive, and it's like, treats people as people, and it's not, it's, in, it's, not, it's not a joke, it's not a fucking uh, transphobic joke like no. it is, yeah. in, like it is in Ace Ventura. And when he does react that way, you see the re- the, the reaction from her perspective, yeah. And, yeah. And, it, and it's very, it feels very real, like this isn't the first time this it's, has happened. No. Um, I sort, I thought that this wasn't going to happen, because it, it seemed like you knew what the deal was, yeah. yeah. but also at the same time, this is just shit that I have to fucking deal with. So yeah. you, like the movie has a, a ton of empathy for this character that a lot of other movies wouldn't. But she's, right. but she's also not like... She's kind of a shitty person a lot of the time too. She kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, nobody. That's the. Th- it's nobody's treatment. That's nobody's what I liked about it, though. It. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I like. It it's doesn't a, she's turn a real, in, She's a real person. She's not a fucking token. It's no. like, yeah, she's a real person with a personality. Yeah, and I mean, that's and that's kind of part of the movie is yeah, that yeah. he's like because he's well because the way the way he even comes to her is not. No, he's uh, an asshole totally too. Totally above I mean, board either. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's great or anything. <laughs> no, you know, and I mean, I, but nobody's. I mean, I think that's the thing is that the two lead characters, there is a lot of empathy for them, mm-hmm. and then Miranda Richardson is just great in it. Yeah, too. she's Miranda awesome. Richardson really Fucking, hamming it up. She comes and like steals the show. Yeah. She is pulling faces and when making, she comes, doing voices and shit. It's wild. When she comes back in the second half, she. It, I mean, at the beginning, the first part, she's good. She's very good. Too, but it, when she comes back, like sort of shows up all of a sudden. It's like, ooh, it's like I don't know. It adds a little jolt back to. It. Not that the movie would gotten boring or anything, but just like, oh no, this character's here, yeah, and yeah. she's just sort of like, I don't know. She she's like a super villain almost or something. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. And she okay. doesn't necessarily seem like she's gonna be that way at first. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. first the first scene. But the, I mean, they're just doing a job at the beginning where they kidnap uh, yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Right. So these IRA this IRA cell. Uh, I don't remember the name of the actor who's sort of the leader of the. He looks vague, vaguely familiar, but I don't know his name or anything like but that. But basically, he and Miranda Richardson and Stephen Ray uh, kidnapped this British soldier, Jody, at, at a carnival. At a carnival uh, uh, in Ireland, I believe. Yeah. Played by Forrest Whitaker. And there is a helter skelter in the background of this carnival. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm always excited to see a helter skelter. And they and they 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 get him by like by using Miranda Richardson as a honey trap. Like mm-hmm. she's gonna try to you know she's gonna seduce Forrest Whitaker and. They go, they go off somewhere in the woods or whatever to fuck each other, and then the uh, the the other guys get the drop on them and and take Forrest Whitaker into custody. Yeah, and they're planning they're about to fuck on a boat on on the shore. On the shore, and, hot uh, hot stuff. That's how you do it in <laughs> the free in, in the Ireland. freezing cold winter in Ireland. <laughs> Absolutely, it looks very romantic. What do you say we go out to this boat here? What do you? I like the part where he like take he goes into the little thing to take a leak and he makes her hold his hand. There's a lot of weird physical contact involving Forrest Whitaker pissing in this movie. It's very strange. Peeing. Uh, We're all going to learn a lot about peeing here. We're going to learn a lot about peeing in this movie. Uh, And uh, they, so they kidnap Forrest Whitaker, and their plan is to either, to ransom him for the release of one of their guys who's in in custody. Yeah. And if they don't, uh, if the hostage isn't freed within three days, they're going to execute Forrest Whitaker. And Stephen Ray's character, Fergus, is immediately like one of, It doesn't bother me by any stretch. It's part of like how this movie works. But he's immediately one of those guys where it's like, you're too nice to do this. Why? You're a really <laughs> nice guy. You shouldn't have been in, gotten involved with this. Yeah. Like you, you're gonna have to like kill people and kidnap them, and you immediately he's like, as soon as like Forrest Whitaker has been tied down, he's like, "Come on, let's give him something to eat and drink. Let's hey, give him got, some. Why are we being mean to this guy? Get him a couple, take off his hood, you know. <laughs> Dude, just get a job at a restaurant or Seriously. something. Seriously, you know, become know. a bartender. He is a handyman. He can do he can do carpentry jobs. Just yeah, do that. Evidently, not, you're not you're not cut out for this. Look, what if we just hang out with him for a few days? 
And then send him on home with a sandwich. Let's just have a conversation. Keep the conversation going. Have you, got, have you got any stew? Maybe we'll make some progress. Have you got any? I'm hungry. I'm famished. <laughs> Potatoes. You're going to love this stew I made for you, Forrest. Oh, my God. So, that, yeah, it seems like this is a deleterious uh, line of work for him. But uh, so so it is. But this stuff with like uh, Stephen Ray and Forrest Whitaker is what the first half hour of the movie. Yeah, and something it's like that. Really great. And of, of course, this movie was intended to be just this, uh, or, or like the 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 stuff with Dill's character, um, the 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 crazy twist, yeah. um, was added later on. And one what? of the reasons that what? twist, yeah. That's Neil Jordan had just written it out as a convention. It was based on a true story oh. of like. Oh, I see what you mean. When he was writing it, okay. I yes. Thought, I thought you were they, like, he, he you were like they, the, they went back and reshot all that no, stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, what, like during the writing process. Okay. And at some no, that reason, makes more sense. So, but like the reason that the twist works so well is that it already feels like it's a full movie. Yeah. So like yeah. You're, we already got something good going on here, so it do- doesn't feel like you're waiting for a twist. So when it happens, you're like, oh shit! And now this too? God damn! Whoa! Because yeah. it was so it does such, such a good job of being the movie that it. It claims that it is right at but, the beginning, at least. But also knowing, knowing, even knowing the twist, like it doesn't work as a twist, twist where you're like, where it's like, it upends what's happening with the characters, but it is coming from a real place or whatever, as opposed to it being like a plot twist. It's not a Shyamalan twist or something. Right? No, like, no. Holy cow! What this happened? But it's so. That's why it was so. Uh, this this twist was so unstoppable when it came out, because uh, and and uh, also one of the reasons why nobody shared it. Like because every America and everybody did such a good job, like keeping the secret. And there's two reasons for that. I mean, a, it's quite, it's just, in every sense of the, the way, it's not what you're expecting. Yep. People know what movie twists are, and this is has never been the twist. So there's no reason to see this coming right. at all, except for uh, Dress to Kill. Except for Dress to Kill, which. You but, know, but dress a long to, time. But even dress this. to it's pretty but then, different. But then dress to kill is also like m- more exploitive. About oh that. well, yeah. That's that's <laughs> more. That's more like the. Uh, that's got some problems. Yeah, that's a more problematic. Situ- <laughs> yeah, I'll say situation. <laughs> no, but a movie I, that I've had deeply loved. Yes, but, absolutely. But, but at the Me same too. time, like <laughs> you have the strong suspicion that at the time, 1992, if, if people had seen it before, like, and you were there, there was a conversation between two people, who were like, so there's a crazy twist in it. Oh, yeah. Well, tell me what it is. I don't care. No. Just go ahead and tell me the twist. And then you, like, I feel like a lot of people would be like, I don't want to tell you. Do you feel like? <laughs> do you a, feel like the? So you're suggesting that the the twist was well kept because Americans were squicked out by it. That's right. Interesting. Interesting theory. I don't know about all of them, but I think to to a certain degree, that's a lot of people who are just sort of like, you just just you just have to watch it. I mean, I would. I don't want to tell yeah, you. Yeah, I don't. I'm that, not, sounds, I, that sounds. I don't about, doubt it. I yeah, don't doubt that it. That sounds about right. Yeah. 1992. Yeah, and it works, uh, and it got it got everybody excited to the point where my whole family, my parents, my grandparents, and my brother piled into the van and went to the theater, and for like forty minutes, we we're just going like, "Oh, this is an exciting movie." I wonder. We were all like, "I wonder what the twist can be." I wonder. I wonder. Ooh, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking that. Uh, and then and then the twist happens, and my grandpa goes, "Why?" Like you just hear him like this weird groan, and he sound. died. He, and died, he died, right died right there. Right there. This movie killed my grandpa. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. Wow. Uh, Thanks, Neil Jordan. He was Jordan. so pissed. He was so angry. Really? So yeah, this, I'll always be fond of this movie for at the very least making my uh, my grand my extremely conservative grandpa look at a dick on a major <laughs> on a big screen. Thank like, you, Neil Jordan. Awesome. <laughs> awesome.
And he was so pissed. I don't know. That shit shouldn't be in the fucking goddamn. He's just bitching about it. I was laughing That's my cool. ass funny. off. Very cool. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. I mean, not funny that people like that are out there, but funny when they get have to when they're forced to forced to like reckon with themselves being yeah, yeah. shitty. It was just really what's happening there. <laughs> it's like he's like, oh, like I'm just intolerant and a piece and suck. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to say you're great, but you know. Yeah. Uh, nah, it's yeah, fine. I, yeah. He's a grandpa. What can you do? <laughs> We're getting ahead of the movie, old, though. He's a mean old man. Well, we were talking. You, are you? Uh, yeah. What? Forrest Whitaker's kidnapped or kidnapped yeah. and captured, well, then, and then they, they, become ma- friends. they make friends. So Stephen Ray makes Pretty buddies quick. with with uh, Forrest Whitaker, yeah. and Forrest Whitaker keeps talking about. There's a lot of there's a lot of discussion of like who's handsome. You know, they talk to each other about like you're a better looking well, he guy says, than he me. He says you're handsome. You're handsome, yeah. and then he goes, "I was wrong. Actually, you're not. You're you're not yeah, handsome yeah. at all." But there's just a like the lot of there is a lot of once you once you know where it's going, there is a lot of talk about their masculinity. Constant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, their this, le- this, the, who the they're kinda, attracted to, what they like. This was the stuff when I first saw it that so that surprised me because I knew that okay, I knew there's this big twist where this thing happens, and I knew I knew it was like a thriller or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, but I didn't, I didn't expect any of this sort of more nuanced, like this friendship between these two men. And then when this, and then when the scene when he gets away, it's so, it's like heartbreaking. It's a really good scene. It's heartbreaking because you like both of these guys, and you don't want, yeah, you don't want Stephen Ray to like shoot him. I get, and you don't want Forrest Whitaker's character to die. You certainly don't want to see him get plowed over by not one but two trucks. Yeah, Yeah. in in a a pretty, pretty violent, like pretty graphic. When this movie's violent, it's not like a constant. It's like. A couple violent scenes at the beginning, at the end, but when it is violent, it's like, God damn! Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ! Oh, for real, really bloody. Yeah. And Forrest Whitaker getting hit by this, he gets hit by one truck and it kind of knocks him down, and then another one comes and it, they clearly just had a dummy. Yeah, yeah. And the way that it hits him is just yeah, he gets it's like it just it's, runs him over. No, it's a lot like the He's kid. In, it's a lot like Christopher Lambert's kid in Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> Except not funny. Well, no, it's not That's as funny. Kind of funny. No, I but, mean, in this, it's not funny. Oh, okay. In 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 Resurrection, it's funny. It's way funnier. Like that's what I mean. In that movie, it's funny. He gets that's sucked a, under the wheel of that car. But here's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. Is that like that's? It is, I know it's a joke, but it's like also like it's funny to point that out because you go like in that movie, it is hilarious, mm-hmm. and it's because of the way the movie's so fucking heightened and stupid and thinks and, yeah. and like that like when the little kid gets hit you it's like laughter because you're like what the fuck am i supposed <laughs> to take that seriously but when forrest Whitaker gets hit by the car here it's following a scene where he's like his his new friend is like chasing him and he's like i don't want to shoot you in the back i can't shoot you in the front this either it's a real highlight and then it's like very it's very sad and there's a lot going on and then he runs out into this road yeah. and immediately gets hit by a car and you're like no well he doesn't just get hit by a car he gets hit no, by he's a fucking... he gets hit by an army truck yeah which yeah. and then also they're coming to get him and then also it's like they're coming to get him and then also then cuts to the helicopter mowing yeah. down all the people yeah in the in the well two of two of the other people in the yeah. the cell and patty and toby so, so it's like are. so yeah so i mean that like him getting hit by the truck is, is like a shock and also like no i don't want to see that happen and also gives you new information which is like here's the, now the army's here yeah. to yeah. get him and they killed him they, yeah. <laughs> absolutely failed at that they they, they, but they, they got they that, killed though. they killed some irish people though so i think they it, the mission could not be considered an entire failure by them probably there's also a lot of stuff beforehand about them, uh, about uh, Stephen Ray having to touch Forrest Whitaker's dick. <laughs> yeah. So there's a scene earlier where uh, Miranda, is it Miranda or Natasha Richardson? Miranda, Miranda Richardson. Richardson is at the carnival with Forrest Whitaker, and he's taking a piss, and he's holding hands with her yeah. while he's in this like piss tent, and he's like, Oh, look, having you hold my hand while never, I take a piss all it does. Never held a lass's hand while I peed before, <laughs> didn't I? Diddly whiddlies. Yeah. 
And then uh, and then there's a scene where he's like, and it's actually like he's been there for a while too. So it's like, wow, it took him a long time to pee. I guess he got it all out in that tent. Uh, but he's like, oh, I've got, I have a piece of dues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's accent is fine, but it is kind of funny that he's doing a wait. Accent you mean his. when he's peeing later? Uh, this is yeah when Stephen Ray has to hold his. Uh, oh, his that's like a day. That's like a day or two later. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got a piece. This is his first piece since then. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, I'll pee my pants if you don't pull my uh, chonger out of my, my pants for me. <laughs> and his Stephen Ray's chonger? like, I don't want to touch your chonger. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you I'm go. Gonna teach, I've got to teach you and your friends about peeing. <laughs> I'm going to teach you. You've never seen such peeing before. Put my chode back in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to. He has to pull it. He's like, it's just a piece of meat. Yeah. And Stephen Ray seems even more bothered that he's got to put his dick back in his pants for yeah. him, too. He's like, now I got to put his dick back in his pants. I, I should never have joined the IRA. I'm way too nice what a guy kind for of, this. What kind of patriot games are these? Forrest Whitaker's <laughs> laughing about it, though, yeah. for the most part. Forrest Whitaker's character is, is great in this, too, because he's always, he's full, he's, Completely terrified a lot of the time, but yeah, also right he really so. he really does like this Fergus guy, and he likes fucking with him. Yeah, and he and he fucks with him in all sorts. I think of he's. Great ways. I mean, he's also flirting with him. Oh, for sure. There's a lot going on there. I like the scene where he's like they talk about what kind of like what he likes, and Forrest Whitaker's like, "You're not my type." Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. when you know, if you know what, if you know, yeah, later you know, then you. Know. Oh, okay, yeah, you definitely know. Yeah. They're talking, but also, he, like, he's not my type, and then he sees the picture of his girlfriend, yeah. and he goes, "Oh, that's yeah, well, yeah, I know, I'm not." You. And also, it's like, um, you're not my type, like, because you're a man, except like, right. you know, and then like, you know. yeah, that's the, they're all they're always talking around it. She, they they pull out a picture of his his girlfriend back home, Dill, Dill. Yeah. and and she's gorgeous, played and, by and Stargate's goes, Jay Davidson, and and yep. he's like, she's not your type, mate, and he's like, I should be anybody's type, and she's like, she wouldn't suit. You, yeah. <laughs> you know, this, this, the, the movie's full of this stuff, but yeah. like we didn't notice it when we, or at least I didn't notice it. I was fucking fourteen or whatever. But well, still. I mean, it's it, the movie. My grandpa didn't notice. There's, you know, I don't know. I don't know why you would. Yeah, yeah. The movie's no. The movie's you giving you no afterwards. clues that anything is going on except for like a neo noir. Yeah. Where like now, after this one guy's dead and he asked him to go go looking look, on my girlfriend, go looking on my girl. There's, there's no like indication that like there's gonna be any yeah. anything different than. Then like it, it'll be complicated because he, you know, because there's also that on top of it. Not only is it like the, you know, the reveal, the twist, whatever, but it's also like Stephen Ray is like when he finds himself in London with her, he's not telling her everything either. Yeah, <laughs> like That's which is damn sure. which is why he's there. You know, and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, th- I mean... Secrets the, and lies, that's, man. That's why, I like, the whole movie, it's very much just, like, builds from the characters and from what they do and mm-hmm. stuff, as opposed to having a bunch of action put on them. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know... Um, well, yeah. So the ar- well, the army shows up and kills everybody. Blows yep. everything. Well, real they sh- kill a few people. They kill real shock and awe stuff. We, we they see just blow specifically the shit that Miranda Richardson does get away. We see, yeah, but yeah. And, and, and we know Stephen Ray, Stephen Ray gets away. Because he's, like, off in the woods anyway. He's like, well, I'm going to run away. Yep. And he goes and, and he gets some, some. He manages to get to London, mm-hmm. and and he looks up. He does look up Dill. Yeah, like he like he told like he promised his his new friend. Yeah, he would. And he he finds Dill in in the bar where she hangs out. Well, f- no, first he finds her at the as she's a hairdresser. Yeah, and he yeah, gets a right. haircut from her, and then he goes to the bar. And then my favorite surprise of the movie was that Jim Broadbent, Jim Broadbent. was oh, the bartender. Jimmy Broadbent. It had been so long since I'd seen this that I was like, oh. 
Jim Broadbent, and I, I, I absolutely love Jim Broadbent. He's like one of my favorite actors because he can go, he can do both. He goes big. He's like the perfect actor who can go big and go small. Like he in this, he's just perfect. He's like I'm this bartender, and he's make you know. And then, but then he's like in Moulin Rouge, and he's like screaming, scream singing, or whatever. And if, I don't and if know, you I love, love that guy, and if you're listening to this and you love Jim Broadbent and you haven't seen his work with Mike Lee, oh yeah, my God, oh, fix my God. that problem right that's now. That's the real, that's the real meat, meat that he did in, in his career. But then he'll also be like uh, Gangs of New York. He plays, yep. yeah, Boss he's Tweed, great. and he's fucking yeah. awesome. Minute. That's what I'm saying. He's, yeah, like an, like, he's like a delightful Santa Claus evil man. It's <laughs> fascinating. But like Topsy Turvy is great. Topsy Turvy oh, is him God. like is him like being is being big. But then you watch something like Another, Another year, year, yeah, and you're just and it's just like couldn't be. It's like on such a such a subtle level. I don't know. He's incredible. Remember when we went and saw Another Year? Like you and me, just be bros being bros. Like let's go see this Mike <laughs> Lee movie, and it just totally melted us. It just we did. nuked us completely. Well, I'm a I'm a I'm a I mean huge his movies Mike are Lee awesome. Fan. Yeah, There's not he's like one of those filmmakers who. Did you, you nev- see Peter never made Lou? a bad one. I, Peter Lou's great. It's really fucking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's never he's never made a bad one. And his no. worst one is like, uh, you know, he's like one of those guys where like his worst movie is okay. Yeah. His worst movie is one where I go like, eh, I didn't like Mean Time very much. Right. You know, I'm kind of like, eh. It's a little, some of his stuff, it's like, maybe that was too on the nose, but it's also like, f- but come on, it's really good. Anyway. He's yeah. doing the next Doctor Strange movie. Right? <laughs> so that's, ex- that's exciting. I can't wait. Man. That'd be awesome. That would be, that would Sally be Hawkins is going to play Doctor Strange <laughs> That would be that quite one. the thing. That would be something. <laughs> where's, yeah, where's the, where's the, the op-ed piece where someone asked Mike Lee about superhero movies? <laughs> oh, I'm sure <laughs> yes, that's happened at some point. Probably. I love them. I love them so much. It doesn't get the headlines because nerds are like, who, what? Yeah. yeah, Mike Lee. What? Spike Lee's uh-huh. brother. Uh, that's my impression. Pretty good. Pretty I, call solid. Them, I call them nerds, but it's just they're, they're, every, it's popular, it's just it's popular cinema. It's just well, they're not nerds they're anymore. They're just regulars. Yeah, just regulars. Uh, so, but but, uh, but Jim, but Jim, uh, Broadbent has a, a surprisingly prominent role considering yeah. he's just a bartender. Yeah, yeah. But like the the way that he interacts with Dill at first is like some just fun, some, just some fun classic movie shit where she is talking directly through him. To and she's going like, she's like, uh, Paul, would you tell uh, Lisa that I'm not talking to her because <laughs> she ruined my barbecue? You know that sort of thing. But it's because uh, he calls he, he calls himself Jimmy. That's right. He's Jimmy now, and so he's like so he's so he's like talking through Paul to call 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 like, yeah call like Colin call to. Uh, Dill, Dill. They're talking. So you know, we'll tell him to buy me a drink. Or what are you drinking? You know. Anyway, and, and then this loser keeps on uh, getting. They, they start getting a little banter going on between them. And then this fucking loser keeps coming up. It's eighty-five from Alien Three. <laughs> uh, wow. And he's just guy. He's just this dud with in a tr- this angry dud in a tracksuit. He's yeah. always like, "Come on, Dill. Come on. You gotta get out. Fuck me. You gotta fuck me." <laughs> yeah. And Fergus is or Jimmy. Is, he's now Jimmy. Is like, "Ugh, jeez. Well, okay. All right. Well, let's keep following her around. Let me, oh, just lemons. The best of Saint Clemens. <laughs> this man is quite a loser." I'll keep uh, working me, me day job, breaking windows for a living, and uh, getting yelled at by me boss. <laughs> and at nighttime, uh, stalking fo- this lady, stalking this lady I owned because uh, I murdered her boyfriend. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know what we call Indirectly. this? We call it the crying game. Technically, he, he hashes out his culpability like wh- yeah. while he's talking to her at one yeah. point. Like, did you kill him? Uh, sort of. I, mean, I would have, but maybe it's, not. It's I, my fault that he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so it it is this, this middle portion of the movie. It's kind of like bookended by thriller stuff, and then yep. for this for this portion, it's kind of like dancing around and finally getting to know Dill, and then making out with her a little bit. He he gets a blowy from her at one point, um, nice. but he'll like in in during that scene, he'll kind of like go in 
for the crotch. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get me some of this crotch action, and Dill and Dill be like, no, the crotching game. Not yet, not yet. You know that, that sort of thing. So they they pace yeah. that out, and they and they get along really well. We and see Dill perform the crying game. Yes. at the bar. That's awesome. There are yeah. multiple versions of the crying game in the crying game. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You song hear, originally you hear that came song out in, a lot in '64. Yeah. I can't remember the performer. Yeah. And then we get the Boy George version of it that was nominated for a Grammy right. and uh, all that good a stuff. A Grammy? Ugh. Or no, uh, Oscar for best song. The Grammys, nobody cares about Grammys. Nobody gives a fuck about Grammys. <laughs> you throw your garbage in the garbage for can, real? please. Um. <laughs> Grammy. Ooh, it won a Grammy. Cool. jeez. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Um, Just like Evanescence. Who hasn't won a Grammy? Fucking Louis C.K. has a Grammy. <laughs> I've got a Grammy. So, now. like, do they mean, does it mean anything? The Grammys are, like, aggressively making. Uh, make uh, yeah, you know, we're just looking. Louis C.K. was the best one, dude. That's what we've been thinking about. We gave, we gave Woody Allen one. He was <laughs> He didn't even do anything this year. We just we just thought he should have one. Sure, I'll take it. Best flute, whatever. Who gives a <laughs> fucking, shit? You still Best play that jazz flute? You, you still do play that, that flute? You go. There you go. He's a we'll fucking Grammy. One no, they gave him a fucking Grammy for for uh, for Rifkin's festival. <laughs> yeah, Rifkin's dilemma. <laughs> but uh, I didn't think the, the Grammys are for music. I thought music. I, didn't Wallace, write the music I thought Wallace Shawn would be an excellent movie critic. <laughs> Will it, Wallace Shawn never says no. I thought it would be totally plausible for him to be married to Gina Gershon. <laughs> what is that? What happens in that movie? Yeah, huh? Wow. I asked Wallace Shawn if he was comfortable working with me, and he didn't even know what I was talking about. He doesn't follow any of this. Which is possible. That's probably true. That pro- Are you probably sure you want to do true. this, Wallace? I mean, well, there's a sure. controversy. He's like, what? What? I only- what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Wallace, did you see my work what? in Password Swordfish? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh... uh so the crying, so he gets, so he's getting closer and closer to Dill. Dill and Jimmy are getting closer and closer and becoming, you know, it's a very slow back and forth relationship. Dill, and this Dill's other, this other asshole is constantly trying to. Oh 85. yeah, eighty-five. And then, and then, and then Jimmy beats beats him up at some point. Knees yeah. him in the crotch. Eighty-five is uh, clearly one of these uh, bully type people who just gets the slightest bit of pushback and is a complete. And then pussy. he tries to run them over. And he tries yeah. to run them over with a car. And at a certain point, um, he's up there in Dill's. This I love this shit where he's up there and. Stephen Ray's up there in Dill's apartment. She's she lives on like the fourth floor, yeah. and eighty five's down. He's like, "Damn, Stella, Stella!" And Dill just starts throwing, throwing his clothes out Mike, the window. My stuff. And he's like, "Don't throw me, don't throw me clothes out the window." And then it's, "Don't throw my goldfish." <laughs> I really, I really think it's uncool that she throws the goldfish out of the window. It is uncool, but I did think it was funny. I really didn't care for and that. And he goes, "Me fish." Hey man, but you gotta you gotta it's, make that clean break sometimes. It's a funny escalation. Yeah, you gotta murder his pets. It's just a funny escalation where it's just like clothes tumbling yeah. down and then a fucking fishbowl smashes. Very mean. Every, Jill. Everybody I've ever known who had fish though doesn't fucking give a shit about their fucking fish. They're like they're like we got these fucking fish. I don't I don't whatever. Just I, I was taking care. Of, I won't name who they are. Some friends of ours uh, dogs and they were just like. Yeah, and the fish, you can feed them, I guess, but we're just waiting for them to die. <laughs> They're like bugs. They have an extremely small life cycle. Paige used to have a, a betta fish, and she never took care of it. Yeah, because then it, And then it died while she was on vacation, so I took care of it all the time as best I could, but she never took care of it, and then yep. it died while she was out of town, and I had to kill, I had to fucking throw it down the toilet, and it's just like, God damn it. And she More. got back and was like, oh, I don't care that. Yeah, she, she didn't give a shit. More like a beta cuckfish? <laughs> I oh. guess so. But anyway, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Beta so beta so beta no, but it, is, it does suck she does that, but it's also like, it's also like fuck, fuck you, fuck you, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, she could have kept the fish. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Not me fish. Yeah, scoop out the fish, put them in a glass, 
put him in a throw the throw the ball yeah, on throw the, the ball. Yeah. Also, you know, but they also like don't get glass everywhere on the road. Come on, that sucks. That sucks yeah, it's England. It's That's chaos. There's just there. glass. The roads are made of broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> Notoriously chaotic England. Uh, yeah. So, then, so that so, kind of like settles that, and then and then this is when we we get yeah. to it. And uh, in like the it's like a famous classic sequence. I remember they tried to restage it in, in like very similar sort of ways in Naked Gun thirty three and a third mm. when Anna Nicole Smith the final insult the final insult and it's Anna Nicole Smith is doing it and she like sets him down takes off the robe and then for some reason in Naked Gun thirty three and a third she has like a candy cane shaped dick that you see in a shadow yeah. like Austin Powers that's cool Funny, like they weren't very it's not good it's not a good movie no. Uh, <laughs> So it's like there's these um, curtains all around. Dill keeps her apartment adorned with uh, these beautiful sparkly curtains. orange curtains. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool look. And then uh, very cool shot toward at the end where she's got the gun pointed at him through. The oh yeah, with lots she's, of yep. like, she's in the curtains or whatever. Yeah, I love that shit. And Stephen Ray is like, ah, this is going pretty great for old uh, Fergus here, aka Jimmy. Uh, just gonna lean back. She's gonna come out, and she says, goes into the bathroom to change into a robe. And you see, um, uh, in Jay Davidson's like face, like during these scenes, kind of like, I think, I think it's time. I think this is gonna be yep, okay. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, and she comes out, and uh, this is the this is the famous reveal, and this is this is the, the thing that, that killed, the thing that killed my grandfather. grandfather. <laughs> Takes the robe off, uh, and then the camera pans down, and there's a big old wingus. Still, still has a penis. Yep. Yeah. And Stephen Ray. Uh, He's very upset. Starts barfing, hits her. He yep. hits her, and she says, I thought you knew. Yeah. And I thought, what was all this stuff about if you didn't know? What were you hanging around and he's like I don't know and he can't and, and, and part of it is that he's throwing up and then that's he's like whatever but then he's also like he can't tell her why why he's yeah, been hanging around can't tell her. like why have you been f- f- hanging around me or flirting with me where did you come from what's yeah. going on if not that you knew what the deal was yeah. and he can't go like well, this whole thing uh, with, uh, with your, your boyfriend, ah, shit. who I kind of killed. Uh, it's yeah. at least it's at least m- partly my fault that he's dead. But this is like uh, the, some of the fundamental, like I mean, they talk about his nature. I mean, it's yeah. the scorpion and the right. The frog. That's okay. I really, really hated this stuff with the scorpion and the frog thing. It really? gets told that that story gets told in movies. A it lot. gets told. It's like yeah. it gets told in movies all the time, and I always hate it. And I and I just it just drives me nuts because it's I hate I hate how like overly explicatory it is. Oh. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I just like I think the story's funny. But also oh, the only funny, the funnier one is the one in Natural Born Killers. Yeah, bitch. Yes. Knew it was a Little Johnny, no. Bitch, you knew it was a snake. Yeah, I like. It's the same. It's the same punchline. Different. I do like it in this movie that both times the story comes up. When when Jody tells it to Fergus, and then when it gets repeated later on, uh, when he repeats it to Dill, both of them uh, respectively respond, "What the fuck is that supposed to mean?" <laughs> yeah. uh, which I think is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at it's any rate, my nature. At any rate, also I, we did, we forgot about the parts when they're like before, but even before this reveal, when they're like making out, whenever they're engaged physically, he imagines Jody on a cricket pitch. Right. Oh, I love this. It's like this fuzzy. So, how much of this is questioning whether or not Fergus is indeed, in, at least in part, queer? I think so. Oh, yeah, I think a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it just that's, which that's is some of the stuff that's most enjoyable watching it now. Yeah. Which is again why it's like it's not quite progressive but it is yeah, yeah. At, at least the very least not regressive and it and that's a lot of it like even when he's not with her when he's shown in bed at home alone yeah. thinking of Jody in the, right. the cricket in the cricket pitch smiling and stuff and, yeah, yeah. and you know so it's like 
there's a lot going on. Like, that's I think a really it, funny bit, actually, because like, so like, if he feels like he's encroaching in on Jody's territory, the closer he gets to Dill, he envisions this shot of Jody, uh, Forrest Whitaker, like in slow motion with this in this fuzzy with it's like fuzzily shot with a, a, a it's like very black, black, black background, black background, and he's like doing a cricket pitch yeah. in slow motion, and then and that happens twice, and then after this big reveal and this whole situation, you know, Fergus, you know, gets. Freaks out, hits her, barfs, and then apologizes and stor- and then leaves. Yeah. And then we see this shot of Forrest Whitaker like slowly walking at the same framing, and him just throwing the ball up and down, smiling like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then it's just them. It's like him questioning what's going on. Him like wanting to not now have anything to do with Dill. But but also still wanting that, and then Dill being like pissed off rightly so mm-hmm. and the movie doesn't like isn't that's the difference between this movie and say the parody of it in like uh ace ventura the movie the, this movie doesn't go like isn't on his side when he hits her and isn't no, going absolutely and isn't not. going like yeah that was that was right because gross which is the joke in ace ventura yeah is that like yeah that is gross and it's right for him to then point it out later at the end and everybody laugh or right. whatever the fuck happens in that movie. <laughs> Yuck. It's, Yuck. it's grim. Yuck. Yuck. But in this, it's like a, it becomes the whole questioning of what's go, what yeah. what do I feel? Yeah. You know? I think I think it's safe to say he's definitely in love with her. Yeah. And the, and he's definitely I think has feelings in that sort of way, but he's repressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's repressed. Yeah. I mean there's scenes later on where where Dil, he, he, the, the the recurring gag between the two of them where she'll constantly call him honey. And he goes, she call okay my sweet. But then there's a, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I really like J- I mean Jay Davidson they're, fucking they're roles. They're a great in this. couple. Oh, yeah. They're a really sweet couple. They're a really sweet couple. They're very good together. Uh, and uh, but uh, but there's also a scene where where he's like you got to do this for me, Dill. You got to do this. She's like, all right, but kiss me first. And he's like, fine. And and he's like uh, begrudgingly doing it. But then when he's once he's kissing her, he's, he, you're like, yeah. he's liking this. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, how do okay? So but he's you know he's Irish. What do you want? Yeah. I mean, well then then Miranda then Miranda Richardson is just in his yeah. In that's his, when the plot kicks back in his in. fucking apartment when he gets home. Well, she's no, like, I, wait, let's let's hold on. I want to go talk about the way he talks about Dill to oh, other yeah. people too, because oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they have a conversation where, where like he goes to he goes to the bar, and he's talking to Call, yeah. and they're being they're dancing around it, but he's like, she's not a girl, Call, and he goes, whatever you say, whatever you say, or right. like or like she's talking to Dill. I got it written down here. He's like talking to Dill, and he goes, do they know? And she's like, know what, honey? Know what I didn't know, and don't call me that. Can't help it. Girl has her feelings. The thing is, Dill, you're not a girl. Details, baby. Details. Deta- oh, right. man. She's awesome. <laughs> you know, so like, that. this whole, the, it's, yeah. like you were saying, it's not progressive, but it's not insensitive. It's not regressive. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. It's very, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's a part where it- where, You never get away with that dialogue now. No. That, no, for sure. They they would definitely write it differently. Yeah. But it, it, it's it just, framing it from the, like, showing the perspective no, yeah, of Dill does so much work. Yes, it does. Of treating her, getting a great performance, yes. obviously, and then treating, treating, her, treating her like a real person. And making you making it clear to you that she deals with all manner of abuse yes. and, mm-hmm. and prejudice just for who she is. One of the reasons that it makes sense that she keeps coming back to Stephen Ray, even after he's like signaled disgust and all this other stuff yeah. is that we've met 85 before yeah, and yeah. see what she has to fucking deal with yeah. in her life and she's like this is he is I mean he obviously reacted in the extreme but he's a fundamentally a nice guy and he is yeah 
Uh, and he when he when he and he does apologize for it, and he's he's ashamed for it too. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the whole rest last rest of the movie is him being ashamed for his actions, yeah. and then the th- and then the thriller part that comes. Yeah, back. yeah, but like as when Matt was talking about how other people talk to her after this, there's a enjoyable scene where he's back on his uh, construction site. He's he's written a, written a letter to her to basically just apologizing and like, hey, come on, let, let's let's hang out again at some point. I'm, just, yeah. I'm sorry about that. She comes to his construction site, and all the dudes are like, woo. Yeah, yeah, Hachi Machi, and she comes up, right. and, and then they hang out for a little bit, and then she leaves, and his shitty boss comes up to him, and she's like, hey, get that tart out of here, I don't want that tart around here anymore, and he goes, she's not a tart, and he goes, no, of course not, she's a lady, and he's like, no, she's not that either. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's lots of gags like that in it that they wouldn't, <laughs> I don't think they would do anymore. No, probably not. But he, but he is at least defending her from this guy, mm-hmm. and I think that this might be the part where... Where they're like being mean, they're being crass about her, and he goes, "You have a pick up, you have a pick your teeth up with broken fingers." <laughs> Just a pretty badass. Set. Like, Ouch. God, that's two injuries. I mean, it is funny. Like, well, there's like parts where he's talking to his like shitty boss and stuff, and you're kind of like, "Man, this guy could, this guy could probably kill you yeah. and not ca- <laughs> not give a shit." Like, you know, because we've seen him earlier. I mean, he was the soft guy in that cell, but he was also like, "This guy's a soldier too." He's a, so. He is a soldier. Like, he's not gonna, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh yeah, and then wait, and then what happens? Then Miranda Richardson. Then Miranda shows Richardson up. shows up, and she just shows up in the in his room in a great, great reintroduction mm-hmm. where she's just in the corner and she's like, she's got a new haircut. You disappeared, and he's like, oh, you got a new haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's always tired of being a blonde. I was tired of being a blonde. Yeah, she's got because she's got this red hair. Yeah, and, and she so she got away, and the the sort of leader of their cell got away, but everybody right. else got killed. Yeah. And somehow they managed to get to London too. And she's and she's like gone like you just disappeared. And she's like I it took all my all my strength to talk them into not, not just killing not you. just fucking killing you. Yeah. And so now here we are and we're gonna we got it we got this job for you. So well, hey well, we, found, first, we found you. First she's like fuck me Fergus. Oh yeah she goes fuck yeah she goes she goes just throw me a fuck. Yeah. And he's like and he's like no no. no. <laughs> no, but yeah, now they wanted to do a new job. They wanted to just like Patriot Games. They want to ambush or some royal yeah. outside of uh, his it's sex a, club. Some old, some old judge. I think yeah. it's a judge. It's a they, judge. That's what they they literally say. Who isn't? They go. I don't know. Some judge. Some or judge. Something. Which is yeah, sort of. And he's at a of, sex club too. He goes and hangs out at this brothel. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's where they're gonna ambush him. R- right. And well, yeah, because they're gonna, oh, they're gonna get him to go there, right? Well, he already goes there all the time. They know that's but they're gonna get S- Stephen Ray somehow is gonna. I can't remember. They're just gonna ambush him because yeah, yeah. he's got security. Like he talk, they talk about like anybody who hits this guy is gonna get hit themselves. Right. Uh, so, but they just know he goes to this brothel pretty frequently, and he goes every regularly on a certain day of the week, right. and that's when they're gonna hit him. Yeah. Um, and he and obviously Stephen Ray doesn't want to do it. No, but the, I mean, but he basically has to. And also Miranda Richardson is like, well, you know, if you don't, we're gonna kill the girl. We're kill the girl, and then he because go, he goes to, and then she's following them around yeah. as they're dating. She's getting her hair done by by Dill. Yeah, and then like at the at the cafe that they hang out in and stuff, and he keeps being progressively worse. And of course, Dill has no idea what's going on with who this who, who this the, fucking woman who is. this woman is or why or why he suddenly is so upset. Yeah. About about like uh, everything, like constantly going like, all right, yeah, we had our thing, but like, why are you now on edge all the time? And it's because Miranda Richardson is just like following them around, like some like haunting them everywhere until to basically get him like, look, do this job, or we're gonna kill her, and we'll, we'll fucking probably kill you too. We'll kill her in front of you first, cause like fuck, cause fuck, fuck yeah, you, yeah. cause fuck. I like the part <laughs> where she, cause uh, she's like, you disappeared on us, and so that doesn't look good. 
I like you the should, part. You should be dead. I like the part where Miranda Richardson and uh, Jimmy and and Dill are all in the cafe, and J- Dill starts to scrap with Miranda Richardson a little bit. She's yeah. like, "Oh, Dill, this is Jude. Jude, this is Jimmy." Like, all she's like, "Jimmy, now is it?" Yeah. And then uh, she's like, "Who's this? This is Dill." And she's like, uh, "Oh, young love." Yeah. Uh, does, and and then Dill goes, "Doesn't really happen to you too much, does yeah. it?" <laughs> <laughs> and Miranda Richardson is pretty pissed, and she's like, a little heavy on the powder, isn't she? It's, and then, I like when she first says that to, to Dill, or when Dill says it to Miranda Richardson, like, he doesn't come around for you too much, and Jimmy goes, uh, don't go looking for it, Dill. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. That's a great scene. And then, yeah, and then they're trying to, they, you know, they basically, he's like, all right, I'll do the thing, and they do a, like a walkthrough where he bumps the guy, and it's like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, okay, we'll just so, do that again the next time with know, uh, then, real. There you go. But and then, then also... In order to keep, in order to protect Dill, here's where the vertigo part comes in. Yeah, very yep. vertigo. This is very effective. Although, yeah. except it's like in this, it's like in order to protect him, as opposed to vertigo, where it's like in order for me to get a boner, right, <laughs> or whatever yeah. vertigo's about. <laughs> but it right. also is, vertigo. Yeah. Vertigo is great, but it is it is sort of like oh, I just need you to dress like this lady so that I can. Uh, right. Yeah. Get, because get, I need because it. Because I need to I'm be. Not, a, I'm not protecting you I need in any to way. Be horny. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, this yeah. definitely different, but still disturbing. Still sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and then also, and then yeah. Although, and then it ends tragically yeah. <laughs> in Vertigo as well. So I need you to look like this because <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock directed it. That's why. <laughs> you know how many people like killed in World War II? <laughs> Dozens. Vote for Reagan. No. <laughs> silly, silly. He was very Remember old. my poem, silly oh, little pooch. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. It's good stuff. What a poet. Anyway, One of America's premier poets. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but there's the, like this is really interesting yeah, he, stuff. He um, makes her, he makes her cut, he makes her dill cut her hair, and like I need you to look like, like a boy, look like a man. He starts wiping like the makeup uh, off of her face, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I think I'm helping you or something." And then, then you get this scene where he cuts her hair off, and it's like real. Well, I he mean, says, she says, "I do anything for you, Jimmy," and he's like, "Anything, anything." Yeah, yeah. it's this almost that's almost the line too. She's like, yeah. "I'll do anything." It's actually funny because she's so resigned. She knows that this is pretty far from the perfect guy, yeah. but she's just in love with him and what can you do so and she he goes like I'll she'll go she goes like I'll do anything for you and she's like for summary like basically like I'll do some anything for you I guess and he's, I, I don't know. he's trying to protect her by by like changing her by wh- how she looks also he's still protecting himself by not having to reveal yeah. anything yeah. to her yeah which is why it ends up how it ends up but yeah. this is obviously like incredibly uh, traumatizing for dill yeah uh, and she doesn't know the reasons why or anything like that so exactly like it's, and it's and it's traumatizing to the audience when he's cutting her hair because her hair is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah and you're like oh man yeah. it's really that's terrible. too bad <laughs> it's like it's a really great hair and then he's like you know he cuts it short and yeah. wipes the makeup makes her wear forrest whitaker's old uh, rugby outfit mm-hmm. and stuff Cricket, cricket, of course. Which is a really weird mirroring of that whole thing. It then, and, then, then it's, and then it's like now he's now he's dressed. Now he's he's dressed like Jody. Now he's but now, but like now Jody, he's yeah. dressed her yeah. like Jody. Yeah, like he's. It's not even that she's dressed like Jody now. It's that it's that uh, he's made her that way. Fergus has dressed her like that. Yeah. Except then, like when she's staggering towards him with a bottle of booze out of the dark, it's not quite as yeah. as. Uh, Idealized as his uh, as his his visions, uh, his of, visions Jody. of Jody, it's a little different. And, yeah, uh, ends with him tied to a bed. <laughs> yeah, so um, the, his plan really never gets to work at all. Anyways, where it's like the idea is you look like a boy now, and they won't be able to hurt you because you look like somebody else. This is my but this is the best plan that I got. But it really doesn't even get to the point where they get to see him because he's they've got their plan for him. 
yep. for the next day yep. where he's got to show up and then do this suicide mission. But uh, he spends the night he, with he spends Dill. Night with Dill. Does he reveal to Dill before they go to before they go to sleep? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Dill then, is Dill is hammered. Because oh, Dill is drunk and he's like, I'm gonna tell you all this stuff because you're drunk and like. Hopefully and, you won't remember. And Dill's going, uh huh, uh huh. And then he wakes up and he's he has been tied, she's tied him up. She's tied him to the bed and, and she says like, you told me, but I don't really. Re- so tell me again. I heard you, but I couldn't. I yeah. didn't hear what you said. Yeah. You know, basically like I, you said a bunch of stuff and. I remember some of it, but what did you say? Yeah. And uh, it wasn't good, whatever it was. Yeah. But now basically, she, she waylays him, and he has to finally, A, finally confess, but he now he can't make it to the yeah. to the assassination attempt. Exactly. And so so the assassination attempt goes, because they're just like, well, we got to do fu- it anyway. He fucked us, and then it's kind of like, I mean, I think Miranda Richardson's like, all right, well, we should we have to leave then. Yeah. They, we're, we're, we're like, we'll drive around the block one more time, but then we can't just sit here. Right. It looks very suspicious. But then the other dude is like, ah, fuck it. It's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And she's like, ah, that's a bad idea. And it indeed, indeed I mean, it is. I mean, he succeeds. He does. He does. He does get the guy. The guy. He shoots the guy, but then he gets then blown he gets away. blown away. She she takes off in the car. The cops are like after them or whatever. Yeah. So she's not happy with Jimmy. So she goes to where Jimmy is. Uh, but I mean, in the meantime, uh, Dill has a gun. Mm-hmm. Dill's monologuing a little bit. Dill's monologuing at him about like what's going. You know, all, that's where it all comes to a head. Like yeah. what? What? This was what your whole thing. This is some fucked up game or something or some yeah. kind of like weird weird thing and he's like no i didn't and, you know and it's because we've been with him the whole movie that we know that like it's actually from a genuine place but also that he did lie to her this yeah. whole time by not revealing what the <clears throat> deal actually was all she really knows is that this guy's been fucking with her and also like kind of killed her boyfriend yeah. exactly who she was in love <laughs> so with. so she's right to be pretty skeptical yeah. about the yeah. whole thing yeah but she's also still a little bit drunk i think and and she's just sort of like walking around pointing the gun at him and, and in a in a mood <laughs> yeah. you could say and then and that's when miranda richardson pops in at the wrong time for this sort of thing yeah and she's like what's going on here and dill just starts mo- just popping <laughs> Led into her. She's like, "Who the fuck? Who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing here?" And then just like starts, and it's it's. it's I hadn't really remembered. I remembered Miranda Richardson being more threatening. Really I thought violent. it was more of a back and forth, but it's literally just Dill like just starts fucking blowing her away. Yep. Like when she shoots her in the elbow, I think that's yeah. the yeah. most fucked up one for me. It's whenever it's people really in bloody. movies get shot in weird places, like because it's always like you know you see people get shot in the chest and stuff because that's where you can put squibs. So it's whenever yeah. they have like inventive squibs where like someone gets shot in a weird place where you go like, "Oh God." Yeah. Like, elbow, no. Yeah, I won't she, kill you. She but shoots her like four times. Yeah. She shoots her a lot, and Miranda Richardson shoots her in the neck. Is the, is like the kill shot. Does, like, God, she does not go. She's like, no, she go, she's go like down. going down, going like, what the fuck? She's like angry. Yeah, she's like angry as she's being murdered. What the yep. fuck is happening? <laughs> this is so not part of the plan. Because she's like sees it. Because the last thing she sees is him tied to this bed and and going like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just getting yeah. blown the fuck away. Good stuff. And then uh, basically Stephen Ray like is like I did this. Yeah, gets Dill to untie him and then is like just get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here Dill, I'll take it. And uh and it's England so he's not locked away for the rest of his life. I think he seems to have like a 5-year jail sentence or something <laughs> no, like that's, that. It's not, yeah. They count the days. I'm not good at math. It's like 2000 days, which yeah. is what? 1 year? It's, yeah, it, Half a it's year. One, it's one year. Yep. Yeah, it's several years, but he's uh, but he's in uh, he's in prison at the end, and then it's the ending of uh, what's then it's the Paul Schrader ending. <laughs> it's the, yep, uh, it's the pickpocket ending. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of Paul Schrader movies recently, and that's uh, he like uh, ends. Yeah, it's the ending of. Well, I don't want to spoil which the ending of if you haven't seen them. So 
But it's but the ending of a bunch of, of Paul Schrader rips Schrader off the ending that. of Pickpocket multiple times. Multiple in his times. This isn't exactly that, but no. it is. It does end with them in prison and having like a moment between the two. And uh, she's still doing the whole uh, honey, and he's like, "No, Dale, no." no. And then they, and then he ends, and they ends the movie telling her the story of the uh, scorpion and, right. the, so, and the frog. To, yeah, right. Which nature. is like, yeah, a bit on the nose. But then it ends with even more on the nose, but in a hilarious Stand way. By your Stand man. by your man. Which I, which is great. Which I love. Which by, is a great song. By Lyle Lovett. Yeah, Lyle Lovett. And the movie begins with When a Man Loves a Woman. The, yeah. per, the Percy Sledge. Oh, wait, does it end with When a Man Loves a Woman? No, it ends with Stand by Your yeah, Man. Yeah, it begins right? with okay. When okay. a Man Loves a Woman. Stand by Your Man. Lyle Lovett. Great. Yep. Good stuff. It's a good movie. I love this movie. I thought it was great. It was really good. I think it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's been, it's been one that's been, like, on the periphery that we just hadn't gotten around to in a, for a long time. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's also, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I love all the non-thriller parts of this movie. Yeah. Having not, only not, not seen it since the theater when I was 14 or what, however old Different I was in 1992, you do you do also worry like, ugh, is this going to yeah. be like cringy? Is this? Mm-hmm. And there's parts of it where you're kind of like, yeah. But again, I've we've already said it before. Just the, the way that they portrayed the character of Dill, get the, it, it it makes them get away with a lot of the language that they use that they, yeah. I don't think they would use now. Just I, the fact that it's yeah. a, a fully rich, fully a, a character that is given a lot of respect and empathy. Like, it, it goes a long fucking way. Oh, yeah. And Jay Davidson is Jay fucking Davidson's great. great. And uh, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What do we think, do we think if, do what if any do we think is the connection between the sort of the thriller plot and the non-thriller plot? Is there some sort of organic subtextual connection oh. between like the IRA in England Divided country, divided person, something yeah. like that. Is there anything Boy. there? Yeah. Am I reaching? Because I want. No, there's. D- I'm there's... wondering what. Where's the organic connection between the two sides of the I story? Mean, and does yeah, there yeah, need to know. be one? I don't. For I mean, I don't think there needs to be. I don't know that there needs to be one. I. But also, I don't think you're wrong. But I, you could read it that way. I think. Yeah. But also, I'm, but I don't think you need to. I mean, it is about a divided country, and but yeah, and yeah. so yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, and then when he dresses. Dill as Jody at the end. Yeah. It's definitely or, uh, there's definitely something going on. Or there. is it? Or is it merely just that like the thriller plot is there to catalyze this drama? And it's it, it could it could have been cops and robbers for all you know. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, I mean, a more overtly political conflict. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a classic <clears throat> noir yeah. like setup. And it's just because it's, we're making a noir, but let's set it in a contemporary position, and that's a really that's an interesting avenue to take it down. Yeah, I think because I mean, just yeah. the fact that he has to like. It could be it could be a standard noir where this guy was in this this uh, jackpot and then he got at, he got yeah, away yeah. and now he's with his with his buddy's girl but he can't tell her it's his buddy's girl you right. know and it would be a you know straight. I think that the plot the way that he whatever, had it before he changed it into uh, you know the way that it is now he changed the the sexual factor right. of it was very similar except it, it was called the soldier's wife mm. right and it was the same deal except it turned out it's but it, uh, of course Dill was a cisgendered woman. And then, and then, it's, and so it was absolutely not. I mean, it's a small change when you think about it, but in the end, it changes everything. It's the whole movie. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the difference between it being a pretty ordinary movie and an, and yeah. a pretty, pretty fascinating movie that people right still yeah. find fascinating to this day. Yeah, and we're certainly I, or, and I I'm do. just incredibly fascinated yeah. by when it came out, though. And I gotta, I gotta say too, even with the, even with like the, the twist, the twist, quote unquote, twists like spoiled or whatever. It's still a really great movie. I think it's like I think mm. like just all the performances across the board are, are great. Like oh for sure. Him and I with Stephen Ray especially like he's 
Which, which again, if you've seen him in, if it's, if if you'd seen in dreams, which nobody's seen in dreams, but we watched the last thing I saw him in was in dreams, which we did like a couple episodes ago, and I can't stress enough how much Stephen Ray does is just asleep, like he's he's <laughs> fucking out of it, and just how much like how what a joy it is in this movie to see him like oh hello, and he's like smiling, and you're like oh this is a guy okay he's okay here he's you go kind of effortlessly charming and funny yeah he's definitely yeah. got a thing you, going you get it like you get I'm like because you watch that and you go like oh, what the fuck Stephen Ray what the fuck with this? and then you watch this and go oh no yeah okay. No, that's where Stephen Ray came there from. That is. makes oh, sense. Okay, he's yeah. He's because he's like a, he is like again like I don't know if he's traditionally handsome. He is like a droopy dog quality. He is to like him. a slight. He lives about fifteen percent melted. <laughs> but but he's got like a charm oh, when for he turns sure. it on. You guys, he's got a charm and he's he's got great chemistry with both Forrest Whitaker and uh and uh, Jay Davidson. Absolutely, yeah, I think yeah. So well, he got nominated for this. He did, yeah. but he lost to Pacino. Oh. Son of a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it was a tough year for for everybody because it was it was Stephen Ray Pacino, Robert Downey Jr. and Chaplin. Wow. Okay. But also Eastwood and Unforgiven and Denzel and Malcolm X. Ooh, Denzel. Christ. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, he lost. Christ. I mean, if he lost to Denzel, will be one thing, but he lost to Pacino instead of a woman. Yeah. Uh, Jay Davidson also got nominated uh, and lost to Hackman for Unforgiven. Um, oh, well, that's, right. that's yeah. a tough call. You know who else was nominated in Best Supporting Actor that year was uh, David Fuck You Pamer for Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Saturday Night! Um, this, oh, did win best, this did win Best Original Screenplay. That's right. It was nominated for Best Director. They, but gave, him, they Eastwood, gave him the Tarantino. Eastwood took Best Director, no. of course. 94 was Tarantino. No, but like the Tarantino is when like the you console, made the best the consolation movie of the year. Oh, oh the, it, it did win Best Original Screenplay. Yeah, yeah right, it did, right, it right, did right. win. That's right, the and of course, won. it didn't win Best Picture because Unforgiven won, and it was, but it was up against Unforgiven, A Few Good Men, hmm. Howard's End, and Son of a Woman. Hmm. Weird. Weird, There's yeah. like so, yeah, interesting. Obviously, this is never going to be Unforgiven, but uh, yeah, no. you know, uh, out of that out of that <laughs> list, I'd unfor- say it's the second best movie. At least yeah. fucking Unforgiven won that year. Yeah, right. And it's not like you watch like you go like. Wh- it's not like wait, when you watch Brokeback Mountain a- and then Crash beats it. Yeah, or like, or at least it's not like Pacino won, but then you go like Scent of a Woman won Best Picture, and you go like, what over yeah. Unforgiven and the Crying Game and Malcolm X and not Mal- nominated, not nominated. I know, <laughs> of course, I know, which is <laughs> the real insane. tragedy. Yeah, that that perfor- I mean that that we're not we're gonna talk about that, but that Denzel performance is one of my favorite all time favorite. All-time I think it's one of the all time. It's great great one of the great performances of. In movie history. Yep. Um, So, well, uh, (laughs) I I would also like to point out that I have mixed feelings about uh, Jay Davidson because Jay Davidson did a thing that I absolutely love after this came out. Uh, Stargate. He didn't, he decided he didn't like. the fame of, of being in Hollywood, he, he was not comfortable with it. And oh, and already a, a, a pretty famous model and stuff. Yes, I mean, you know. But he took a big payday, took a million dollars to do Stargate, and was like, "And that's it. I'm Peace. gonna take the money, <laughs> get the <laughs> fuck out." Yep. And Jay I Davidson peaced out. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Okay. I wish more people did that. But yeah. at the same time, I love Jay Davidson in this, and I want to. Oh, more, okay. And yeah, I yeah. wish I could have gotten more Jay Davidson. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah really charming. Very good looking. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, cool. I'm glad that you got your money and got out. That's a badass move. For real. And, and like, I can't even imagine the kind of shit that Jay Davidson had to deal with after this movie came yeah. out. Um, but at the same time, would have liked to have more Jay, more Jay Davidson. Yep. Well, now, Stargate wasn't really cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're he's in it, he's in it there. for like three minutes. Yeah. No. Just looking like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do Rating, I have any ratings time. Ratings. Yeah, there's just one line that I wanted to get out because it was kind of cracking me up because uh, she repeats it twice. Um, this is when she's before she's basically b- 
before and while she's blowing away Miranda Richardson. She's like, <laughs> you used those tits in that ass to get him, didn't you? Oh, to get Jody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then she shoots her. Miranda Richardson has this confused and angry look on her face like, what? What? Yeah. Wait, this isn't how it's supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, and I also I laughed out loud when uh, Dill throws um, 85's clothes out the window and goes, fuck off back to Essex. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that uh, Maybe that's funnier to British people, too. Uh, yeah, Essex, maybe. yeah, fuck Essex. Yeah, it's right, he's from Essex, of course. Of course. Since it does. <laughs> A classic Essex trash. Jim Jimmery Jew. <laughs> Go back to Burian, Kevin. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking Burian. Go back to Shrewsbury. <laughs> Shrewsbury? <laughs> Shrewsbury. Go back to Cockfosters. <laughs> Cockfosters, Shrewsbury. Right, are we doing ratings? Ratings. I'm going to give this, th- I want to give it, I can't give it four, mm-hmm. but I want to give it, as, like, I want to walk up to that line. Can I give it three and three quarters? Absolutely. Judds, because that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> uh, I think it's really good. Uh, I think it's it. I think it could be tighter, mm-hmm. but mostly I just think you have two great performances. It's like we're just a really great screen couple in a very interesting noir. Yeah, uh, it's a really good movie. Really violent. Yeah, really when, it, when, it when it is, when it is, when it is very much appreciated yeah. how violent it was. And I like the way that it it balances its multiple sort of narratives and tones. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm gonna give it right down the middle, two and a half Douglases. It's not yeah. sleazy at all, but it's definitely dealing in. This realm, which is weird, because you'd think, because it's the crying game, yeah. that it would be, but it's not. It's it's not titillating at all. It has so much empathy that, yeah. like the, the marketing is really the sleazy part. Yeah, yeah. Is that they marketed it as like, eh, right? Where do you see? The, where do you see the dick in this movie? Essentially, but there's almost no actual like sex on screen. No. It was the, the market was the marketing was basically don't tell anyone the secret. Right, but you know, but yeah, it, yeah. but they're like going like, ah, eh, because you got another secret, which I don't think it was marketed that way in the UK. No, from from what I read, is that it wasn't like marketed that way in the UK, and that it was marketed here as like, ah, eh, we got but that's the secret. Yeah, you'll see. Your grandpa will die. Thank God. For $8, you'll see. However much tickets were. And I'm going to give it 10 Six. out of 10 murdered goldfish. Yeah. Mm. One, the, the one check mark against Dill killing those goldfish. But, <laughs> but she was mad. She was she angry. Was yeah, that guy sucked. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Uh, very solid movie, but yeah, it's kind of slack in the middle. Uh, it's also like a very low budget movie that had problems when they were shooting it, and so parts of it don't look. I don't think it looks great. I've, having seen a couple other Neil Jordan movies recently, he makes some pretty great looking movies. But it was kind of when he when they were giving him nice budgets and stuff like there's that. Not there's not a part of it, this as far as I there's can parts tell. of it that kind of, that look yeah. cheap. I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, I, I watched it. Pretty, pretty I mean, nice. It looked, it looked I watched fine. it on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had a nice HD copy on HBO Max. Oh, that's pretty great. Um, but yes, I mean, the, the, the performances are, are kind of, or the highlight, I would say, um, but there's other aspects of it that feel a little perfunctory or, or dated. Um, I'm going to give it two and a half Douglases. Um, again, not sleazy, but, uh, there's, there's a big Wingus right there in the, right there in the shot. I mean, what can you do? You got to, you got to, you got to you, a 43 year old man insists on referring to it as a Wingus. Is maybe indicative more than you think it might be of where you stand on these sorts of things. It's exactly as indicative. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry. I chose my words. (laughs) Yeah. I chose my words and he chose his. Mm -hmm. We made our beds. Uh, Yeah. And there's the part where uh, Miranda Richardson grabs his wingus. 
says, fuck me, Fergus. Fuck me, Fergus. For some reason, that's just, I, always, I always remember that very yeah. vividly, too. Yeah. Fuck me, Fergus. Is this what sex is going to be like? Hmm. <laughs> Ladies just come up and grab your dick and go, fuck me? All right, well, I'll wait for that to happen. Grandpa, Grandpa, is this what sex is like? <laughs> yes, yes. No, yes, your grandpa was dead at that point. <laughs> I'm dying right now, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Didn't you see there was a big penis on screen? Stop. They're doing triage to me right Pen- now. Penis. 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 <laughs> 30 years later, say, he was dead. Do you say, is he allergic to peanuts? No. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's, what did you say? Goldfish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it. Uh, Don't give it any winguses, please. Like five <laughs> geysers of blood coming out of Miranda oh, Richardson. Oh, fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to give, I'm giving it four. I, I really love this movie. I thought it, I, as I was watching it, I was kind of like, you know, I think I was on, I was going like, let's, you know, you're kind of arms crossed going like, what do you get, when is this movie going to fuck up a little? And at the end, I was just like, I fucking love these characters. Yeah. I just was charmed by it. I, I, I like, that's so rare in these movies we watch often where you go like, where it's like a full, you feel like, I like these people. I liked spending time with these characters in this movie. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, I'm, so I'm going full four and I'll give it, uh, you know, I'll give it two and a half. Douglas's again, yeah, it's like for it being so famous for that twist, it's not really sleazy much. Yeah. It's more like part of the story, so it's not like yeah. <laughs> gratuitous or anything necessarily. No. So, I mean, someone might argue that the whole thing being in there is gratuitous, but I think it's all of no. a piece. There's a know? blowy, <laughs> there's a but yeah, it's off screen, yeah, you know. Um, and I'm gonna give it, uh, I'm gonna give it one surprise for me, uh. Jim Broadbent. Yeah. Because I was <laughs> I was delighted. Because at first I looked at him like, that's not Jim Broadbent, is it? He would, And I'm like, wait, 92? Yeah, that would have been... He could have... Yeah. He was Jim Broadbent. And that's why I excitedly texted you guys. Because yeah. I was like... He's I, great. I love Jim Broadbent. And he's and his part, he's really fun. He's in it more than I was expecting, too. And he's got a really... Del- his scenes are all very delightful. Yes. Where they're, they're basically playing telephone <laughs> back and forth through him. Well, and he's hilarious. He, Speaking of delightful. And telephones? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe and at some point... <laughs> Boy, speaking of yeah, and this yeah, this is my the least yeah, absolutely is, preposterous. Blown away is up a, next from 1994. What a stupid movie! All right, here's what we've got. We're being bombed. Feds are coming up with zeros. Looks like our boys are mystery man. There's no mystery. His name's Ryan Garrity. According to the report, the guy can build bombs out of biscuit. I've come here to create a new country for you called chaos and a new government called anarchy. All for you. Directed by Stephen Hopkins, a guy who I have always liked. Lightning He's Hopkins. fine, yeah, it's not... It's- it certainly isn't well, like Well, it's not a bad movie and it's not poorly made. Poorly or made. Like that. It's 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 fine. I've I've loved Stephen Hopkins since Predator 2. <laughs> you know, he's also he was a big oh, wow. 24 guy. He did the pilot. Did a lot of 24. Hot damn. But and, he also uh, did the uh maybe one of the worst blockbusters of its time, The Lost in Space. Yo, yuck. That, which is fucking terrible. If anyone within the sound of my voice has not seen Lost in Space, I urge you to some more, subject yourself to that pain. Some of the more embarrassing CGI. Did you ever time. listen to the one commentary track on that DVD where like a couple of the writers are like, "Yeah, we fucked up." <laughs> wow. They're just like, "We didn't. This didn't work." That's funny. That's like before they before they were like stopped doing that on commentary uh-huh. tracks before Soderbergh and uh, Lim right. Dobbs Lim killed Dobbs. it for killed the party for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but they're just like they're like we tried to do this and that didn't work and then this had to get re. 
shot and we fucked that up too and it's it's really fucking I cool. like that's I love commentary tracks like that because it's like cuz you don't hear that you know yeah. you don't see that any cuz it's all cuz nobody you're like it's marketing we don't want them to tell the truth yeah. that they think the movie they made sucks That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, they're just like we're sorry. But sometimes you made Lost in Space which is just objectively fucking, terrible. Objectively terrible. It's not <laughs> He also no, did he, he did a Freddy yeah, he did Freddy Five. Freddy Five. Ooh. Yeah, Dream Child. Uh, yeah. Yikes! Okay. Not yeah. great. And a movie that that a lot of people it's, don't it's remember. It's got some good kills in it, but yeah, it's not great. Uh, with our patron saint, uh, the Ghost in the Darkness, with Kill Me. Oh, wow. and, and, and Douglas and, and they hunt lions. Interesting movie. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that one. <sighs> Interesting career from this guy. Uh, but yeah, so this, our challenge for this movie is to fit because this is a perfectly well made movie that is, uh, I think, for the for the for the most part, hundred percent succeeding at what it's trying to do. So why why is this movie so fucked up and weird? We gotta put know, our man. finger on why this movie is is, is it weird? Is so I don't strange know. I think it's. Today. I just think it's a little. I think it's kind of dumb. But it's too. Very it's too dumb. complicated. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's too many things. Like it's it's okay. So it's like Jeff Bridges as the super bomb super bomb ec- uh, disposal expert versus uh, Timely Jones as like uh, the the master bomb bomber the right. master mad bomber. Yet there's also this complication where it's like a revenge thing because Jeff Bridges didn't do didn't he call he he f- called in a bomb a bombing and got Tommy Lee Jones thrown in prison and he was Irish and then he becomes but then he then he goes then he goes to Boston then he went to Boston and became a Bostonite where there's a bomb threat every day here's the thing this has been driving me but there's crazy. a bomb well there's a bomb threat before yeah before Tommy Lee Jones gets when sure, Tommy yeah. Jones gets there there's a bomb threat every it's day because bomb he's threats. because he before, you, you, it makes before sense. Tommy he's Lee a mad bomber yeah but it's like whenever you have the character who is like the master bomb tech it's like how often does this guy fucking have to go to work. Every day, apparently. Yeah. It's uh, constant bomb threats. I mean, all, is, it, what's it, it like to be on the bomb squad? Because there's like a bunch of bomb squad guys in this movie, and they all oh, yeah. party. All needed. And it's kind of like- And none of them are as good as him. None of them are as good as Jeff Bridges, but it's like, is what's what's most of their work day when there isn't a mad bomber on the loose? Are they just kicking it? They know, that, his... they know that they've only got like five or six hours before the next bomb threat comes, so they just yeah. get as much I, life in as they I can. I really don't feel like that's the case. He was on his motorcycle no. going to his daughter's birthday party. He had to leave. Yeah, we see it in the news. It would be a thing in the news. Boston riven by bomb explosions, but Jeff Bridges is the best, and so none of the bombs are succeeding. We never find out about. We never find out about it because he's uh, defusing all of the bombs. That's quite a stretch. And each one of the bomb threats, and this is before Tommy Lee Jones is like a kooky mad bomber who makes bombs out of toys and makes crazy. He's the mad midnight bomber. What bombs at midnight? Yeah, he makes crazy like cartoon like Rube Goldberg bombs. But before he even shows up, somebody else makes a crazy bomb. (laughs) Just some with a involves typing. some incel makes, a crazy, yeah. makes a crazy ball before he even gets there. Insanity. It's already a thing that Jeff Bridges is dealing with. Constant panic. Is it another crazy bomb? Bomb All Town. Right. They should call Bean Town Bomb Town. Bomb Town. Instead of Scene Bean Town. <laughs> they got to stop calling it Scene Bean Town like they have been. I, I just think this movie is fantastically absurd. I, I really like Who's it. Who's got I the like worst more Irish accent? It. Tommy Lee Jones or Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. But Jeff, but Tommy Lee Jones is, is really fucking terrible. And Lloyd Bridges but is doing but he's, a straight up but cartoon. But he's like doing a... Yeah, he's doing yeah. fucking... He's it's doing like vaudeville. Like, he's doing like, uh, like a foghorn leghorn version of an Irish accent. And then, don't forget, later on we find out an astonishing fact about uh, Lloyd Bridges' accent later on in the movie. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to I'll that. We'll cover yeah. it when we get to it, but... Uh, it's, We're it's introduced to uh, Jeff Bridges on a motorcycle with his adorable dog Boomer, yeah. yep. who later will turn up dead. Spoiler. 
Uh, the first shot is uh, the first sequence of the movie is Tommy Lee Jones escaping from prison. Right, that's right. Uh, this this cross you see the prison from up above. It's shaped like a cross. It's on the it's on the cliffs of Maryland. Uh, but it's 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 in <laughs> Ireland. But uh, castle whatever castle he, something he, or other. He, yeah, this guy he builds a bo- he builds a bomb in the turlet. In his yeah, in his turlet in he his kills his he kills, he kills his, his, cellmate. his cellmate to use him as a as a bomb, as a bomb shelter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then blows his way out. I'm bl- sorry I have to kill you. <laughs> I'm I your best do, I, friend. I couldn't do it without you. You're my best friend. They're speaking Irish to each other, like the actual language. Are you familiar Irish. with the works of the, the music in concern, U2? That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> the whole thing where Tommy Lee Jones falls in love with U2 is great. Although, like, I, it was weird because they have, because like, the, the U2 is throughout it, and then it ends with just some song. Yeah. And you're like, well... You had that U2 song, too. Just fucking play a U2 song. That's a good song. They had two of the most famous U2 yeah, songs. Yeah, just play one of those it's at the with end or, credits. With, with or fucking... Without You yeah. and Streets Have No Name, I Man. believe. Or like two of the biggest... T- I mean, that must have cost a pretty penny to get both of those yeah. in there. Yeah. Do you ever finish watching The Americans? I still haven't finished it yet. All right, never mind. That. Possibly the best YouTube yeah, 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 needle yeah, yeah, drop yeah. of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They did really great with the needle drops. Fucking, fucking finish that show already. Anyway, yeah, you got to finish that fucking a, show. Back to a back to a stupider thing. Uh, blown away. You also, think, you really think blown away is stupider than worth, the Americans? Uh, Come on. It, w- it was worth pointing out uh, that like the credits. Oh yeah, the, the credits, credits are the, credits the same are, as Patriot games. Patriot games. It's like right. where the, the title kind of comes in out of the and then then and then they're like the stars' names are over the title. I also have these movies completely tied up in my brain because they came up around the same time. They were about IR stuff, and uh, I think I watched them both kind of cu- quite a lot. And you watched them and, both last week. And I was watching Patriot Games <laughs> with Corey, and because uh, we watched them both in the same day, and I was like, "There's a scene in this Patriot Games where like somebody's doing some sort of terrorism to a U2 song playing in the background, and then that never happened." And I was like, "Well, I don't know where I got that idea from." Then we played Blown Away. Like, oh well, there's the answer to that. <laughs> so I conflated both of the movies. They're very different kinds of movies, considering. Anyway, so Tommy Lee Jones blows him, blows his way out of prison, somehow makes his goes, way to, he just sort of to goes Boston. Off. He just hops out the hole that he's made yeah. in, the, in the prison door, and you're like, well, I guess he broke out. I guess he swims to Boston. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty dedicated. Where we pretty much quickly find out that he moved into a, like, a fucking deserted riverboat casino. I love this shit. Which is amazing. It's this huge old ship called the Dolphin, and it's just been beached, and nobody else is squatting in there. And there's casino shit all over the it's place. Casino shit that he ends up turning into the the most elaborate, the most Rube, elaborate Rube, bomb. Rube bomb in history. <laughs> I love this movie. And why? Just let's not get too far ahead of us. But why, if you're the mad bomber trying to get revenge, and you're trying to cause chaos, why do you set your majestic Jeff Bridges killing bomb like way far away from everybody, so it yeah. won't, nobody will get hurt? Right. But okay, fine. Maybe he only wants to kill Jeff Bridges. And, I, think, and his I mean, wife. I think it's a very specific revenge. But it's yeah. funny too that like he's Just like, like a Patriot game. He's gonna, he's going to get revenge, but because he's a bomb guy, he has to get his revenge via bombs. And he has to do it in a really like, public mad bomber way. He can't just like put a bomb in Jeff Bridges' car. Or no, I don't know. Do it flamboyant. Or, or I don't know. Walk into the guy's house and shoot him in the head. Well, yeah. He hates guns. There's a part in it where he takes he takes uh, Jimmy Dove's gun away and goes, "I hate guns. I hate them. I hate them. I, I also ate the mess you left on the floor. <laughs> you hurt me. You hurt me. <laughs> but that's such a that's such a dumb that's such a dumb writer thing to do. Is like I hate guns and you go. Like yeah, but like you're like a fucking bomb guy. You know how to use a gun. But he's like a comic book villain. No, I know, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that the movie is is not is in no way indicative of reality. Oh, it's in so any far way. from fucking reality. It's because it's, it's like because you're like, why would you just why, put, why would you want just the put revenge? a bomb in his car so when he gets in his car he blows up. 
Exactly. Just one of the many go things. To, go fuck no, with the gas to, line in his house. But he has to blow up all of his friends first right. on the bomb squad. Because all of his friends got, plus his, got arrested plus too his or not, something. His, plus the guy who's not his dad that is his dad in real life that should just fucking be his dad. <laughs> I feel like, okay, so That's I was weird. thinking about this. It's It absolutely would be easier if that was just his, like it, it would make more dramatic sense if it was his dad. Because Also because if you know, you know, you're like, I know these guys are father and sons of wives sure. and it's just his dad. But, Although later when it's revealed what he is, you're like, what? That's weird that he's... Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's weird because it it only makes sense that he's not his dad because what did Jimmy Dove and his dad escape the IRA? And then yeah. it's like kinda. But basically, you know? that's yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there's a lot of stuff that I love about this movie. You guys are going to be appalled by my uh, final rating. Um, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about how Jeff Bridges used to be named Liam, but now he's Boston's finest bomb tech, Jimmy Dove. James Dove. He was Liam McGivney. Tommy Lee Jones' name is Ryan Garrity. Ryan Garrity versus Jimmy Dove. He's basically the Joker. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's like he is like a funny. Some men just want to see the world burn, Travis. <laughs> There's a part in it where Tommy why Lee so Jones, serious? Why are you so serious, Jimmy Dove? <laughs> Let me show you a magic trick. <laughs> it's just a throwaway gag, but some video that Tommy Lee Jones make, you see it at the yeah. end, yeah. where he's doing like a whole comedy routine yeah, with yeah, a ventriloquist yeah. dummy. Oh, that's he's like, a, I think yeah. that we should kill this James Dove. I don't care for him. Oh, do you think so, do you? And he does that a number of Whoever times does, where he's doing like- I'll act. blow up every day until somebody turns in the Batman. It's like I'm the, a man of me word. It's like the, uh, it's, it's literally like the, the Riddler's videos in the new Batman. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But he's he's like a, he's like a combination of Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face and then like the you know Heath Ledger's Joker or something <laughs> like that. So it's terrible. It's it's insane. And he's never and he's never heard you two before. <laughs> he's Irish. <laughs> I guess he's been in jail for twenty years. Sure, so they don't that, have that, they don't have radios. That lady pretty not. condescendingly gives him that YouTube for a dollar. Tape, though, like uh, sells him that YouTube. You haven't heard of YouTube? And you're like, man, fuck off, lady. Who you you haven't heard of every fucking? Have you heard American of fucking IRA? <laughs> He plants a bomb on her right then and there. Guy's, guy's been in fucking prison. He doesn't. What's he? What's he keeping up with pop music? I've been in prison for years. The Porky, the, the Hooskow, the Clink. I'm the best at bombs. The Shanks. You don't. You don't know shit about this guy, lady. Give him. Give that. Give that. You give, give your stupid kids toy to him. Mm. <laughs> That's right. He I don't know why. I don't he, know why has, he has like, to make his bombs out of toys. That's I don't know never why explained. That, that kid annoyed me. I don't know. That's the whole scene. The like, kid's name was Kevin too, probably. He's probably he's some fucking load. Probably another fucking no, wad. I, don't, I, think he, I was selling for fifty bucks. Fuck you, you Fuck little you. shit. Fuck you. She should have give your toy to that terrorist. She should have like smacked him and then just taken the toy. And that lady <laughs> would have been like, "Hey, wait, here's a U two tape also." But he's constantly pretending to be a sweet, funny guy. That's yeah. like part of his whole deal, and that's uh, one of my favorite scenes later on in the movie. Is it uh, Susie Amos? Susie Amos, James Cameron's wife. Yeah, that's right. She, her and her and uh, then he has a, a daughter with that. Uh, then they're in the movie. Thora too. Birch. They're they're in the movie to be captured. Yeah, that's it. They're that's in the movie. It. They're in the movie to be constantly. And she's a concert violinist. Yeah. And that, that leads to one of my one of my favorite things that they do in movies sometimes, where there's like a mad bomber after his family, and his wife is like, "I can't live like this. I'm going back to normal." And it's like, D- "There's a mad bomber after you. You fucking, I, I can't just like put my life on hold because someone's trying to murder me." Yeah. Okay. I really like the stuff in this movie that they do, and this is like a there are you know multiple mad bomber movies, but this is like a good cliche. 
cliche that they ring out here. It's just like, we know the Mad Bomber is after them. And so there's like got to be a scene where like Susie Amos is home in the house, turning on lights and just oh, like. I love that scene. <laughs> oh, I just like willy nilly yeah. turning on lights with no regard for her own safety. I, is this it? I, is <laughs> so that funny. It? I loved all that. Well, no, but that's before she knows that no, there's no, no, a Mad I know. Bomber it's, after no, them. No, I know. We, I know. That scene's great because we know, no, I know. That there's a Mad Bomber. Jeff Bridges knows and he's on his, he's trying to get home. But all this stuff's unplugged, and I just like I lo- I love that shit. That's what I loved about the movie. No, that's I was, what I'm saying. That, that shit was funny. When the movie turns it on. I just think it it's a little long. Yeah, like it gets it's it takes a it takes a while to get to stuff. I, I don't a know. Three hour version of this movie. <laughs> if this was if this movie was an hour and a half, I would probably be giving it like four juds or yeah. something because it'd be like, man, all that stuff happened in it. But it was like it's like two hours, and it's like, yeah, if you're what's feeling a, that extra twenty minutes of just sort of like character shit where Jeff Bridges is drunkenly crying or I whatever, love that, I love that shit. It's too. It's all dumb. I, it works in eight, eight million ways to die, I think. But in this, is just sort of like, oh, now he's doing this thing. I yeah, don't know. It's, it's a real all the stuff that's not about bombings is yeah, boring. Yeah, it's real. It's real. Like all the shit where it like. All the convoluted history of the two guys is sort of like Jesus Christ. It had to be. It's like it had to be this complicated. Right. But like I love. Feels, I got lost at some point almost where I was like, wait. So he okay. Oh, so he did a thing. What did he do? I don't, I don't, and it's, it's like just movie shit. He. Like, I know, but it, I know, but it so much doesn't matter. He's sort of saying. responsible for bombing, but he's a good guy, so he can't be that responsible. So the, right. the reason that right. Tommy like, Lee Jones hates him is that he tried to defuse the terrorism I mean, that you, he was doing. You and, know that Jeff Bridges took the still, role, but he's still racked with guilt from other. things. Things. That's and that's why Jeff. That's why it's Jeff Bridges instead of maybe Tom Cruise being the best bomb ec, bomb yeah, yeah. disposal expert because Jeff Bridges was like, I really want to chew into the 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 meat of this character or whatever, and you just go like, oh boy, like, I don't really want you to do that. I mean, it is fun to hear his terrible Boston and Irish accents. <laughs> here's here's why. But I, whenever uh, this movie is either blowing shit up yeah, or like threatening doing, to blow shit doing, up or doing back backdraft after shit has blown up, blown up, is good. Yeah, because this is backdraft with mad bombs. Yes. I think that there's stuff to this movie that's genuinely good, like uh, like the bomb stuff, some of the close-up shots that they do of stuff. The yeah, they Hopkins put a lot is of, a really good stylist. They put a lot of work into that stuff. It's really cool, and they would just do it with CGI now, and it doesn't yeah. look as good. It's oh, not no, as, like not as special. The shit towards the end where the climax where they're falling downstairs and bombs Fucking are going awesome. off. And, like, yeah. I wish that genuinely was- Genuinely good. I think I wish that was there was more to that, because there's like, it feels like, feels like now, now is your, now do have more fucking weird, crazy bomb shit. Yeah. But like, it, but it's pretty fun where they're falling down <laughs> pipes and- or but, whatever they yeah. But for me like the stuff that you guys th- you guys think that's boring and it technically is but I just think it's so silly and weird like Jeff Bridges performance itself is so bizarre like he's this is like he's early giving, Jeff Bridges is giving the third weirdest performance in this movie <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones is giving the second weirdest performance in this that's movie Lloyd Bridges never No Boomer. it's Forrest Whitaker <laughs> Oh I think I think Forrest <laughs> Whitaker is straight up bad What is this. he doing that's what I'm I'm It's swaying. so funny too cuz he's in two of these and you and I think he's he couldn't be I, I don't think he's maybe Crying Game is maybe one of his best performances performances and this i'm just like he's like what yeah what is he doing what are you doing like what choices are you making com- where did you go to acting oh, and school and he's making a lot of choices he's making yeah. a lot of choices is one of those actors where you you know he's making choices yeah. when he's acting and same this- with jeff bridges though I know and Tommy Lee Jones. So when they're acting together, but Tommy Lee Jones can like I think and this is like this is like right around what ninety four so this would have been around the same time as Natural oh, yeah. Killers and this is like a very fun performance. I think he can do that kind of performance and it'll be terrible like in like Two Face. Yeah. 
but like Tommy Lee Jones, he's, doing, he's got he's pretty fun in this, I think. But Jeff Bridges, you're like it just seems sloppy. I you're like, you're Bridges, like, what are you I doing? I give Jeff Bridges second weirdest performance in this. I think he he just he's like a the, a performance a depiction of a human being from like a perspective of aliens or something like <laughs> that's that. That's how I feel like Forrest Whitaker is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Every, I mean, the whole movie is like that. But there's like see, the scene in, towards the beginning wow. where it's just Jeff Bridges at a kid's birthday party, and the way he interacts with his oh, kid yeah. is just so strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's just like so outsized and like try, he's trying so hard to seem like a great guy that it just yeah. seems very forced he's and racked with guilt, man. Yeah, I don't and know. his accent is really scattershot mm-hmm. to oh, yeah. the point where he does it so randomly that it feels like he's being he's joking when he does it. So he'll be like, "Yeah, uh, we're gonna go um, fix this bomb here, and the bomb's all over by the car." <laughs> and it's like, "What are you just are you just being funny when you say That's that?" Very <laughs> weird. He's just doing a bad accent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, strange. you're you're not wrong. Although I think you're giving it too much credit by like, I'm absolutely by, like, giving by, like, it too by, like, much putting, credit. by like saying that it has any that it has any like thoughts. Or no, anything. I don't think it does. No, but just that like when you describe it as like like a performance made by by like the it's just it's like oh yeah, I guess I never. Th- I just think it's kind of bad. But like yes. I just think it's a I just think it's a guy who is who can be a great actor being being not, not good. Being not good. <laughs> I find these guys forcing like really trying to seem like likable guys. That that's always yeah. one of the more. It really reminds me of that Kevin. It's it's weird, though, Kevin because Spacey Jeff Bridges does not have to work hard oh, yeah. to be likable. I know. Whereas Kevin Spacey does. Yes. Kevin Spacey is pretending to be likable. And Jeff Bridges, I think, actually <laughs> is actually a likable guy. Seems like guy. a nice guy. Yeah. Well, this is not that long, not that far from The Vanishing, another one of the most bizarre Where he, performances he, of Jeff Bridges' career. He can't fake being a terrible, like, scary yeah. psycho. Yeah. That's true. That's the problem. True. The problem with that is that he's like, well, that's a, and again, a million whatever fucking voice he's doing. In yeah, that. we've never it's gotten a an Seattle answer to that accent, question. Right? Seattle accent, yeah. Uh, he's uh, raised on Duwamish land. But I think it's very funny. And then there's also a point later on that we talked about uh, in good, good, uh, good comparison to Eight Million Ways to Die because it's my second favorite Jeff Bridges being drunk. <laughs> and antics. There's a thing in Eight Million Ways to Die. Great movie. Uh, you should watch it. But where, where he wakes up from a, he's like a hardcore drunk in that movie, and this yeah. is like this. This it precipitates him uh, sobering up. But he wakes up on a wall, light, light, yeah. <laughs> balanced, sleeping on top of a narrow brick wall. What the fuck? How did it even get it's, up there? It's so weird. And then his family like sees him, and they're like, "Oh, Dad, somehow is on the wall again." Oh, this! I is thought so he was on the wagon, but it turns out he's on this wall. <laughs> but in this one, he's he's in drunk. Lloyd, he's drunk and Lloyd Bridges, Lloyd Bridges has just tub. died, and yeah. he's gotten hammered drunk, and he's sloshing around in this hot tub. I'm like, it's so funny to Man, me. Man, you are and he's so you're vastly more amused by this movie than yeah. I was. I was laughing. I laugh hysterically during this part. And he has his gun on on him, and his wife comes up to him and is like, "Is this what you're gonna do? You're just gonna give up?" And then he like lurches out and he shoots into the. Into the hot, his <laughs> wife is right there, and he fires his gun into the hot tub. It's like know. who wrote that scene? <laughs> so funny. Nobody. I think that Jeff Bridges put that in. Can we have I a scene where ideas. I'm? I have some ideas for a scene where I'm in a hot tub, drunk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you're the so star. Funny. I guess we'll keep it in. Well, the, so the plot of the movie is that that Tommy Lee Jones comes to Boston to get revenge on this guy for getting him locked up. He's I also think. doing an Earl Talbot Blake thing, just yeah. like in, yeah. just like in Patriot Games. But he, so he's in Boston, and and so like at right during during the uh, at right after Jeff Bridges' wedding, and he's just retired and gotten married to Susie Amos, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to retire now because I don't want to be on call all the time. Then they're like about to do it. Or they just did do it in their hotel, and then his friends are off getting rid of a bomb, and it's like an easy, an easy thing. And his replacement, Forrest Whitaker, is this cocky kid who's uh, 
I guess has a Boston accent or has a Ugh. some kind of a. I thing. don't know what he's doing. He's doing. Yeah. He has some kind of a, a manic thing that Forrest Whitaker decided to do that doesn't work. Uh, but uh, but then the bomb the bomb does kill his friend and then yeah. you know then it, the whole the whole backdraft thing is him figuring out is him with his younger partner because yeah, yeah. then he has to get called back in because then he's like it's them figuring out like wait a second. You guys thought it was this kind of bomb, but it was built this way because it was supposed to bounce and kill the guy. Yeah. It was it worked as designed that the guy shot the bomb with the shotgun like you were supposed to to defuse to get rid of the bomb. But then this guy and that's when he starts figuring out like, oh no, it might be this guy from my past yeah. who is the like he's not he's the best bomb disposal guy. And Tommy Lee Jones is the best bomb guy. He's and like, he, this guy could make a bomb makes, out of Bisquick. He makes a bomb that, that ricochets the blast wave. On purpose. On purpose and bounces off a wall and to you, use the shockwave to kill a guy. To kill and a when guy. Jeff Bridges figures it out, he goes, he was playing the bank shot. Like, it's a yeah, thing. Yeah, like, it's a thing you like do. it's a thing that bomb guys do. And oh, that's classic bomb shit right That's there. totally like in Backdraft where they're like, yeah, where yeah. they're investigating the fire and, and Robert De Niro's character's like, it's all about this, you know? <laughs> You're like, I don't feel like this reflects reality in yeah. any way, Jay. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, uh, but uh, so that's so that's going on, and he's killing all of his uh, his other bomb squad his buddies. bomb squad buddies. So yeah. he's like kill, he's like working his way up to him. So of course he's you know of course he's gonna the ladder that then to his blanket and his family blanket his blanket. Uh, then Mike, he kills, Michael Jackson named his kid after this character and blown away. <laughs> then he kills two of them. Yeah, in the uh, in the ambo. In the in the uh, when they're trying to this defuse is, yeah, an ambulance he has the, or something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he has the bomb actually rigged up to the bomb diffusing robot, and then they back yeah, it yeah. up into a car. And this is a good example of kind of like how weirdly keyed up and operatic and hysterical this movie. Oh, is. when he's like running in slow motion yeah. towards the. There's lots of super slow motion. You see the helicopters, look at the blades spinning super slow. He's going like, no, stop. Goes on forever. It goes on and on. The music's jacked up. The fucking explosion happens. Super cool. Yeah. And he's like, this is the kind of movie where Jeff Bridges constantly is dropping to his knees going, no! Yeah. Constantly. Lots of, lots of big orange bullets. It happens uh, like three fireballs. times. Yeah. Uh, so those people get the killed. The explosions all look great. There's also the scene where he's teaching and he's like, humiliates uh, Forrest Whitaker in class by making him step on a bouncing Betty and then sprays paint everywhere. Yeah, big mess. Why would you do that? Big mess. And then Tommy Jones Somebody's got to fucking clean Tommy that Tommy Jones yeah. is disguised as the janitor and yeah. they like, got a lot of work out for you. He's like, Haha, yeah, which is how he gets into there to put the bomb in the bomb I lo- squad. I love how Tommy Lee Jones is just disguised as the janitor. Like, oh, yeah. There's no, there's no setup to that at all. It's like, oh, and then there he is. I mean, he just has to avoid Jeff Bridges because <laughs> yeah. he's the only one who knows who he just, is. There should be a scene where he walks right by Jeff Bridges going like, oh, it's not me. Just it's not, not me. me. Just covering his face very it's conspicuously. Drones. Just like leaning flat up against the wall. Oh, toy, 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 toy. Just, just janitor in over here. <laughs> oh, Irish. Uh, uh, Got any toilets for me to clean, sir? That's the first. The first contact that they actually make is after the uh, the robot exploding uh, scene, where and it's after Jeff Bridges drops to his knees for the second time in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he gets the phone call from Tommy Lee Jones, and that's where you get the, the classic, you son of a bitch, you coward, come face me. No, I don't think so. I'm going to pick off your mates one by one. I am. Blah, 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 <laughs> right, blah. Right, right, you're a bad. You're a bad boy. You made me trigger the bomb too early. I've come to create a new country for you called chaos and a new government called anarchy. He's Weird. the Joker. Mm-hmm. And as Jeff Bridges is talking, the only thing that ever turned you on was your goddamn bombs. And what lovely ladies they are, Liam. Jesus what a Christ. picture! What a fucking. And then Lloyd Bridges movie. is his. <laughs> Lloyd Bridges is his friend who he like hangs out with. That turns out to later the, we real, we see to be his uncle. Yes, but for some reason it's like not. Some his reason not his dad. Dad or something. When it just would make sense because they are father and son. Whatever. Uh, 
The, and Lloyd he, Bridges is doing a whole thing too. Uh, I mean, Lloyd Bridges is—it's more like just like he's an old actor doing like yeah. this is what the this is what you do. You know, you'd be like you'd be like this is oh, the Irish accent I would have done in a movie in the sure. fucking. 50s I learned or acting in the 1950s. This is what an Irish accent sounded like. Yeah. What I think should have happened. But also, he's got a whole thing with his jacuzzi where he can't keep the bubbles going <laughs> or keep those it hot or something. <laughs> What I think needed to happen with Lloyd Bridges in this movie is he should still do the Irish accent, still be playing the same character, but it should be just the same bits from Hot Shots. <laughs> where he's, where he's, where he's like, got the, the thing through his yeah. ears. I lost me. I lost me intestine in Korea, you know. <laughs> or like, uh, when, I lo- when I walk into this bomb squad, you men, well, I feel erect. You know. <laughs> it's, it's practically... What I, what I don't wish I was 20 years younger and a woman. <laughs> it's one step away from that in this movie. I know. It's, it's so, so awesome. close. It's so close to that. I don't have a clue what you're talking about, Phil. Not a fucking clue. Everything he says in Hot Shots makes me laugh. Uh, a lot of people wonder why my pants are like this, but they ran out of material to waste, so don't give me any shit. I read something one time. Lloyd Bridges was like, it's like I mean, obviously very proud of his son, Jeff Bridges. And Bo stuff, Bridges but, he hated. But, but he was maybe a little bit jealous that Jeff Bridges had a better career than he did. You know, like, <laughs> oh, man, he's getting Academy Award nominations, and I'm just Lloyd Bridges. And I'm like, fuck you, Lloyd Bridges. You're the funniest part of Airplane. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's better than anything Jeff Bridges ever did. Something's never changed. The funniest part of Airplane. <laughs> Leave a note for the milkman. One, no one of the funniest movies ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the funniest movie ever made. It's uh, really something. So anyway, he gets blown up by this weird, by this, uh, by this fancy, very, this weird very, bomb that has a bunch of like sucker like arrows stuck to him. Yeah, too, very elaborate. Very but I was, weird. it was a funny because I was reading Ebert's review and he was talking about like where he pointed out a thing that I hadn't thought about before. I was like. Where does Tommy Lee Jones get the time to <laughs> like to to make these? But like these bombs are like these are some these bombs would these bombs seem to be like the type of things that would take the best bomb guy on the planet Which maybe weeks to build and install and install the one that and he has, has to try up. he has to install them trap them especially the Lloyd Bridges one where he has to get him to the specific place where uh, it's like the Saint Sebastian statue yeah and then on the like the the what do you call it the whatever that toy is you know the spinning, yeah, yeah. spinning thing merry go round merry go round it's actually thing, a re- yeah. it's actually a reference to something that Jeff Bridges says right earlier on when he he's talking about being recruited into the uh, not the IRA but a more fucked up sect as they right point, they, it was one minute I'm a kid on a merry go round thinking how blue the sky is the next I'm learning how to turn bleach into a bomb we've all been which is there. not easy not easy no it's pretty easy it but takes a little Lloyd Bridges pretty much shake it up blows himself up. Yeah, he's like uh, he sacrifices himself so that uh, Jimmy Dove can get away. And Jimmy and so Jimmy Dove doesn't like try to stop to yeah. defuse the bomb, and he's and, and this is you get yeah. another slow motion Jeff Bridges going no, while someone blows up. But like the oh, yeah, Lord, you're right me. though. Tommy Lee Jones is like the mad bomber on. He's like on a level of a Hannibal serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's like this guy built an entire skyscraper out of corpses in two hours. Yeah, how? <laughs> yeah. What? Excuse the bomb, me. The bomb that he makes. They put in the, the body boat, in the horse. Yes. The bomb that he makes in the boat would have taken. Years. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole boat made into a bomb. It's insane. And he's and he's been in town for what, maybe a week? <laughs> it's like and, a couple weeks. And he's been building all these other bombs and having to go <laughs> places and get to- buy toys from kids and get U two tapes. He's really good. So he's been busy outside of building bombs. And uh, every way, and always the way that he makes bombs is not the normal way to make bombs. No. Super elaborate in all kinds of different ways. Yeah, like the he's, one he's going the long way around to make these bombs. The one with Lloyd Bridges, I think, is from the toy where it's got the like ball yep. going back and forth, uh-huh. and the, you know. So it's got like the the uh, detonators on either side. So if the when the ball hits them, it's like blows up. But anyway, I did want to bring up Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges blows himself. While up. we're on the topic, so he's talking. To, he, Lloyd Bridges thinks he's going to go in and catch 
uh, Ryan Garrity for him. He's yeah. like, I'm going to do a little. I'm not an old man. After all, I'm going to do a little bit my part to help. Right. Even though Jeff Bridges has been like, stay out of it, old man. I don't want you getting hurt, too. That stay out mean. of it, Papio Daniel, stay or whatever your name is. Oh, Papio Daniel. Um, Patio Meccanini. And so, like, so basically, he's Patty like, Bridges. He's having a Guinness. Happy Bridges. He's having a Guinness with him at the bar, uh, and they're like, they seem like they're friendly at first, and this is where you find out this. This is one of my favorite sentences of all time, an astonishing, astonishing piece of information about Lloyd Bridges' character. Uh, he goes, because uh, he goes, like, you got a pretty thick accent or however long, how long you been in America or whatever. He goes, I've been in this land of bungee jumping and McDLTs since I was 12. I just don't like the way they talk. <laughs> What? McDLT. I mean, everything about that line is is so wonderful to me. It is just poetry. McDLT. Both of the references man. that he uses to delineate American culture are instantly dated references. Yep. But bungee jumping and McDLTs, and then you get the incredible piece of information that he got here when he was twelve, and he just doesn't like talking like an American. Do you think he just watches? He's basically doing his, a, a cartoon impression. Do you think he watches MTV though? Because he probably saw Dan Cortez bungee jumping eating McDLT on MTV. Sports like that day. Wow. That's what he. Absolutely. Those were the two things he could remember about America. At you that got time. to keep the hot side hot and the cold side cold. I didn't understand Bio. why that was. Yeah, what's the McDLT? The McDLT? Yeah, what's the you deal? Keep the hot side hot and the cold side oh, well, cold. Why? So the why? like what? the lettuce and the tomato oh. don't wilt under the heat. That's because that's what people c- would complain about about their burgers being under the hot lights for a long time is that there's like lettuce in there and it yeah. gets all mushy and so. Oh, because they're, they're not because instead of making them fresh, because they, they're like they're not going to do yeah. that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of making the fresh, we'll double the size of the waste we pr- yeah, produce. Yeah, it was yeah. the staging right. area. You'd stage stuff there. Because in Taco Bell, we would make you'd make you know when I worked there, you'd make like you'd make a bunch of tacos and you'd stage them. And then at some point during the day, if you didn't sell all those tacos, you'd have to throw them out because they had been under the hot lights too long. And yeah. it was like, nah, now they're now they're actually just really gross. Yeah, before they were sort before they were like. Sort it was of gross. Gross, depending on your point of view. Yeah. And now they're just now they're actually <laughs> you can't eat them anymore. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. But that what a very what a very strange character he is, and then he dies, and of course Jeff Bridges has to has his wonderful hot tub scene, the real highlight of the movie. Uh, this is where his wife tells him not to give up, Beautiful. and then she's like, "All right, don't give up. Don't let this bad bomber uh, make you give up or whatever." Anyways, you can't keep me down. I'm gonna go perform at my. Uh, <laughs> At my recital because well, she plays violin for the yeah. Boston Philharmonic. There's also a scene where they she he sends her to a, a beach house and then Tommy Lee Jones like oh uh, another pretends to be movie. pretends to be an American uh, and he's helping he's helping her their her daughter with her kite or something I don't know this some is, of these scenes some of these scenes just the went on too long too. I was I don't know I just like I like started I'm like oh I see where, and then, uh, by the end I'm like well was I did I stop paying attention during this scene because who cares yeah he like, helps it, the daughter with what? her kite and he's got a knife like close to her head and you're like oh he's gonna stab the daughter but no he ends up his the mom Jim Cam- James Cameron's wife finds them on a beach and then at this point this is where you get Tommy Lee Jones doing an impression of an Irish person doing an impression of an American accent. Also, one of the best parts of the whole movie, and he's Acting. going, and his impression of an American he's not wearing accent, a chicken suit though. His character's uh, unfortunately, impre- <laughs> bok bok, suck my cock. That's right. His impression of a, an American from this character's perspective is uh, like a black comedian's version of a white person. <laughs> so he's like, "Hi, how's it going?" You're I'm not, an American. You're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> you're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> You're so amused by this. That's, you don't think this is the funniest thing in the world? No. I think Not really. this is extremely it's funny. It's just dumb. Yeah. I, uh, helping your daughter out with her kite here. Uh, do, you guys, do you know where the McAfee's are? At this point in the movie, I'm like, can we get to the end, yeah. please? And then the daughter goes Because why his, does it have to be a whole scene where he doesn't, where he's like, 
doesn't kill the fa- like yeah. kill the family. Just cut that scene. He's you being don't scary. need that. He's not being I, scary I, I, by I, I, your I, own admission. It's not scary. <laughs> but that's what villains do. Is they do stuff where they're just I'm going to be scary to these. No, guys I know, but it's just while. it's fat though. It's like because we've already had the scene where he snuck into the house and we think everything she touches is going to blow up. So why do we also need this kite scene? Yeah. yeah. Where he goes like you mean you you know, mean you saw me? Oh no. <laughs> I think it's the best part of the movie. Uh, that's I the I best wouldn't. part of the movie. <laughs> This is insanity. And then he's got two crabs in his bag, and he picks them up, and he's going, I'm a pair of ragged claws. Are you a pair of ragged claws? And he starts doing a little pantomime with the crabs. Yeah. Oh, what a treasure. Got it. What a treasure this Cut, movie it. Cut the whole thing. Cut the whole thing. But anyways, like, uh, so then there's an inevitable um, climax where it's Jeff Bridges versus Tommy Lee Jones, of course, in this boat. Of course, Tommy like Lee Jones. drifted off during the last when he's going because And movie. he's like, your wife's going to blow up, cause he, and he thinks, like, oh, no, he pounded a bomb at the concert that she's playing violin at. But first, he's got to fight Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Yeah. Also, there's a funny bouncing betting, bouncing, uh, Betty scene where, like, he... He, Jeff Bridges steps on one, and yeah. and then he like lets it go. There's just a, the the shot of the thing where it explodes and it's like confetti and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. The shot of Je- Jeff Bridges' face he's making in that slow motion shot is hilarious. No, he's no, he's not. He's like, it's like a it's like a half smile. It's very look at watch it again. Look at it. It's, I will watch it. again. He looks like he's doing a bad De Niro impersonation. Yeah, yeah. No, it does. It looks like yeah, it looks like he's doing a, a De Niro impression. Like. You talking to me? Like he's about to go into the like a shitty you talking to me impression. Uh, when the bomb blows up, I but can't yeah, wait can, to watch this movie. He, he, fight, he fights Tommy Lee Jones. They fight. They fight in his like uh, shack that's full of bombs and stuff. It's and a boat turned into a shack. They spill around and go down, fall down. Uh, it's this trail of mercury that's causing everything yeah. to uh, explode. To like turn into yeah. it. The, the Rube Goldberg device is centered on a tra- trail of mercury that that's goes like blah, that's blah, blah, falling blah. through a bunch of things. But they're setting on off going, one bomb after another. Yeah, they thing. keep on. It, the mercury keeps going down, and then they're fighting as they as they fight. They keep bursting through the walls and through the ground because it's old and decrepit. Yeah, and they're just like keeping pace with the bomb. Very, and there's these there's well these done. giant tanks full of green shit. That's the big bomb. Right. Yep. yep. Okay. And it finally gets to the bottom, and uh, and Forrest Whitaker actually like sh- shows up and saves the day. Yeah. Pulls he it saves, out of there. He saves. Yeah. And they, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones dies in his own, and uh, by it, his own. And bomb. the explosion is awesome. It's it is awesome. Uh, un- unfortunately, I mean, there's no way to do it because the, the the two little dudes are re- totally well, green screened in. Uh, the two. Well, the two little guys are stunt people. Yeah. But then there's uh, there's like sh- there's 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 uh, close up hero shots of Forrest Whitaker and Jeff Bridges that are like. Totally are, green screened green in. Screened in. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I, I'm I, pretty sure that the the small ones are are also. I don't know. I think those comped. are. I, they looked um, comped to me. I think those were stuntmen. I mean, I'll tell you what. There is a way to do it because if you watch the movie Police Story Two, starring Jackie yeah, Chan, yeah. they just did that. Did that. Yeah. And Jackie's Jackie Chan, and uh, it, I don't know if it actually was Maggie Chung or if it's Maggie Chung's uh, stunt person. If they had already uh, brained her and yeah. put her in a coma <laughs> in that movie. Christ. Uh, but they they it's like I think it was. Like the biggest explosion, but it's, yeah. it's certainly the biggest explosion while two two people are like very just close, right there, very close to it. Like I think maybe I think it maybe was Maggie Chung because she talks about he, in an interview where you could feel she could feel the heat from it because it's just oh, and it's just this building goes boom and it it is I mean it's spectacular. It's awesome, yeah. but they would but they would never allow uh, they would never allow uh, uh, that in America. It production. is a spectacular explosion in this movie. Oh, it's, it's f- awesome. That's what, they, that's what made me think of that yeah. because it's also like this. Uh, it's a where it's just a warehouse and they're just like, what if we blew up? This massive building yeah, in yeah. both cases, and you're like, uh, that would look awesome, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I do think that because this is the best part of the movie, and I do agree that now the, this is the best part of the movie. No, well, yeah. I mean, I, it's all best. Okay. <laughs> and this is this you're is you're giving like, this five juds, aren't you? There's a lot of stuff that I that I <laughs> enjoy. There's like the the hot tubs. I don't think that's yeah. actually good. It's just very funny to me. This scene is actually good. I think yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, I like right. this scene. 
This uh, is this 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 brought me back into it. I just was it was like, but it's it, also like there's another action scene after this, which and is it's, and that is where you're kind of like, oh come on, that now. was that was yeah. the, that was the end right there. What are you doing? Yeah, that was they for, missed the mark. Well, because also like it's it's that thing where. Like you missed the mark too because they've killed the villain. Yes, they've killed the most entertaining part of the movie, which is the supervillain. Yeah, and you so you're like villains, monsters dead. But then the movie has a whole other action scene because he'd planted a bomb. It's in like another fifteen car. minutes. So it's yeah. this car chase slash bomb diffusion scene. That and then they and then they just it, so it's like car car dies movie ends. It's like they, it kind of ends the it whiffs a little at the end because yeah, like when it like there's no explosion. They do the whole yep. car chase. He defuses the bomb, or somehow, or it doesn't work, or something. And then, she's like, he's going just, down the hill. Yeah, and he's underneath there, like fixing, like, de- right. you know, deconstructing the little another toy bomb that Tommy Lee Jones has made out of a yeah. bunch of toys. And she's like do- doing some good driving and dodging, and and it's like hypothetically cool, but it's like this is not as cool as the last it's, scene. It's happened and after just, the like, climax. Just rhythmically speaking, that was the climax of the movie. So yeah. what is? Yeah, it? yeah. So that does feel tacked on. I'm not crazy about that. And it's also just like it, like. It's the kind of movie, these kind of movies that like, where they have perfunctory characters like the wife and daughter, yeah. it, but like they also seem to think that like you, anybody gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. like not that you don't, not that you want to watch them die, but that like they're nothing. But they, these characters are nothing but props in yeah. this movie. They have no personality except that they are his wife and daughter, and. Yet at the end we're supposed to watch a whole scene where like now he has to save them and you're like but he already killed the villain yeah. can't you just stop can't the movie just be over yeah like I, I wish it was why do we need to see them again we don't who and we're over the two hour mark at this point yep. so yeah yeah it's not the worst thing in the world and it, like theoretically it's cool but it's so much less cool than the last th- yeah it's they they just should have figured out a way not to have that and or, to have the boat blowing up be the climax of the yeah movie. or to like have the yeah have like the wife and daughter threatened. Earl before yes, do it before before he blows That's up right. Tommy Lee Jones Easy. or or something I don't know because then you're you're kind of like oh, I don't care. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's not how you should. And that's not how you should. And I nobody mean, likes this movie more than I do. And I'm literally gonna, and nobody. I'm I don't even know. Nobody. <laughs> Stephen Hopkins doesn't even like this movie. You like that you movie? All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he stops the. You know, they he ends up like you can't hit the brakes on this car or the bomb will go off. Right. So he disarms the bomb. She slams on the brake. No, everybody's fine. And then Forrest Whitaker shows up, and he's like, I know that you're actually the Liam guy, and you're a terrorist. And he's like, are you going to turn me in? He's like, nah. The end. Yep. And, and then, the they, the and then they, they walk off, and, and, uh, and it's they don't over. Stand, by, stand those... by your man design. They don't play a U2 song. <laughs> they don't play another one of those classic U2 songs. Which seems like a total miss. Like, yeah. weird. U2 song. Uh, yeah, but yeah. that's it. You got any more lines from this opus? Uh, there's like a very strange detail. Um, this is when Jeff Bridges is going through the house after he's he thinks that there's a bomb in there, and that you get that whole scene. Open where up she's, the door. There's a bomb in there. There's the bomb in there. Or he finds a dog. Yeah. So he's he like he's killed my home. dog. He's come home and been like, <laughs> yeah. get out of there. And, fine. and now he's just going through the house looking for what whatever Tommy Lee yeah. Jones left for him. But before he finds the dead dog, he sees a dog toy lying on the ground. Right. Yeah. It's a toy that the kid has, and it written on the dog as a part of the toy. It says, "Go on, treat me like a dog." Weird. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's a real toy that existed at the time. Very strange, though. Um, I'm sad about that dog. Yeah, too bad. Somebody calls someone a cockmuck Seamus. Adorable dog. Yeah, good dog. Cute dog. Boomer. And his name's Boomer, of course, because it's got to be Bomb. Boomer, Bombs. I love Bombs. I love Bombs. I I knew a dog named Boomer growing up. He was a uh, standard poodle. There's also Um, Boomy. Bit some some kids, and then... uh, 
That was the first. That was the first time I remember hearing it that a dog wasn't around anymore because it was like oh, a friend and no. neighbor's dog, and the, he was pretty aggressive. And the dog wasn't around anymore. That was the first time I remember hearing the uh, the the old went to the old, went, went to, to a ranch went to a ranch and uh, you know I think they named a specific place in Montana, but you know went to a ranch upstate where he lives now, and you're like, oh okay, and you're like. That dog, that dog, that dog was down. that dog was put down. That dog was put down for biting kids <laughs> in the neighborhood. Yep, that's what happens. Uh, Boomer. Uh, one other just brief line that I also just one of the many things that Tommy Lee Jones does that I find insane and, and funny. And this is when he's going. He f- first arrives at his boat, and he's just he's constantly humming and singing songs while he's going. He's a very cheerful, psychotic guy, yep. and he's clearing these pigeons off of like this area that he's presumably going to put some of his bomb down on. He's like ta 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 papa, and he's flicking the pigeons away. And at one point he goes, "Bitch," <laughs> calls a pigeon a bitch. Ratings. <laughs> Three Juds. Wow. Okay. Can't go higher than that. It's it's a it's fun enough when it's don't when it's on it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I've sat through dumber '90s programmers than this. Uh, I'm gonna give it zero Douglases. Yeah, I don't think there's a no. there's an ounce of sex or even the mention of it. Oh, no. there's that part where Jeff Bridges and his new his new wife are about to sex after they've gotten married. They're married. It's like the least. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, zero Douglases. I think they have a daughter though. That's not sleazy. No. <laughs> it really is. is it their daughter or is it a previous marriage by her? Previous marriage. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Uh, and I'm going to give it 10 accents between four characters. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to give it four chunks. Yeah, I knew it. Forge madness, but okay. There's we come a, to expect this behavior. You're the from mad you. bomber of Spence's Killing yeah. Us podcast, <laughs> dropping these bombs on us. There's, there's <laughs> aspects of this movie that I think are good, uh, genuinely good. Mostly like the kind of mi- miniatures, like the way that they mm-hmm. that they get these zoom ins. They're really neat, and uh, the, a lot of the explosions look cool, which is the fundamental job that this movie had to do was make cool looking explosions. It does do that. Could have had like three or four more explosions. Ab- absolutely, but there's still plenty. Yeah. Um, and so I liked all that, and then when that stuff isn't happening, it's fucking strange. I just, I just find this movie so... I'm just watching this movie with either laughing or smiling the whole way through. <laughs> wow. It's a real joy for me, and it always has been. But when I was younger, I had like uh, I didn't know how to articulate why this movie amused me so, so much. I'm still not quite I'm not, there. I'm not convinced that you've ever developed that, <laughs> that capability, but okay. okay. I said what I wanted to say about it. Uh, um, zero Douglases. It's just not a thing. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 dogs that you can treat like a dog. Mm. Dog toys? Dog toys that you can treat like a dog. Go ahead. Oh, dogs you should treat like they're dogs. Oh, I'm just Kevin. Saying. You should. They're dogs. Okay. I don't mean that in a mean way. All right. I'll cut this. Oh, what do you what do you think I meant by that? Uh, I'm cutting this. Definitely <laughs> definitely cutting this. Oh, no. You should send him to a state, uh, ranch upstate. Oh God! Uh, I'm giving this two and a half for basically what Matt said. When it when it does what it does, it's it's good. And then when it doesn't, I just didn't care. I just it was like fine. It was like fine. Yeah. I didn't no. I didn't. I, I didn't find a lot of the stuff amusingly fascinating. It's just sort of fun. Okay, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It does blow stuff up pretty good when it does, but it's over two hours long, I think, for some reason. Yep. And you're like, why? Why? It has a whole action scene at the end that could just be excised there's completely. A, there's another movie that came out around this time. It was all about the crazy bomb movies at this time. Well, and another uh, movie came out that totally scotched this concept uh, called The Specialist. Oh. That just oh, has yeah. like Man, very we few We got to do that movie. Oh, we got to. And there's just like, like this is, and they, and they were so hyping. Everybody was into bomb movies, and I remember Stallone going, you want explosions? You got to get explosions. And not really. Not many good explosions in that movie. I'm a big fan of that movie. Uh, it's a piece of but shit. But also, also uh, 
uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance came yeah. out, also came out. Uh, came out ninety five. Yeah, Speed. Yeah, came out ninety four. Yeah, and on Speed and on. Two, Speed, Speed Two, Speed Three, the Speedening. Um, so two and a half. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Zero, yeah, zero, zero Douglases because it's not. There's nothing. No. Uh, and I'm gonna give it one because I watched it all the way through the credits, and at the end of the credits, it says, yeah. uh, it says. Uh, Check out the check out the game from oh, the interactive yeah. interactive game coming in 1994, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then and I, and so I look on YouTube just like let's see because often you can you can often find like just like playthroughs and sure enough there's a 57 minute playthrough 57. of the blow, of the blown away interactive game. It's one of those ones that has uh, what do you call it? What's got like. Video, like yeah, full motion video, full, full motion CD video ROM game, and it's like, seventh and, guest and, sort of and thing. I, I haven't watched the whole thing because I because I because why would you? But like it has like little things where there's like casino games and stuff, and it's got like this uh, these like Irish this like grim looking Irish voiced terrorist guy who I guess maybe is supposed to be Tommy Lee Jones or oh something. My God. Anyway, wow. look it up if you look up the blown away the interactive game on YouTube. There's a whole playthrough for it, and uh, I mean maybe I'll watch it while I'm at work one day just because uh, in the background, but. It's, it's you. You have to you have to defuse bombs and stop the mad bomber. I'll see if I can pull a clip from that. And Amazing. Post, post it on our we should Twitter. just link to it on you on Twitter. I mean, we don't need I'll to do pull both. a clip. I mean, I'll do just both. Link to just, the YouTube. It's just, easy. Just amazing that like that that exists and that that was like that was exactly that time when they were like you know like yeah we got to do a PC game tie-in and you're just like who uh, I who bet, out there who out there has the the blown away game? That's I, bet amazing. It, I bet it even has a thing on the box for the game where it's like over 20 minutes of full motion <laughs> video. Yeah, that would have got me. I would have been like fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you were a big Sega CD guy. I loved the full. Yeah, Sega yeah, CD which was all about the full, the full motion, motion video. video. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was the one who was impressed by that <laughs> and the movie Blown Away. All right. <laughs> so there we go. We did it. We, Troubles we, in mind. Troubles in mind. Troubles in mind. Completed. And none of them were. You know, none of them were too. I was worried going in that like at least Blown Away and Patriot Games maybe would be like cringy on the front of the on the like IRA. But neither of them are. They're, they try they're to so av- they try the they bend over backwards to avoid saying and they, anything. Actually, yeah. yeah, they so like remove themselves from it and are just like, no, no, that's just it. Could you could literally change the characters to be anything else, and it would be yeah. it would make as much sense. They're just bad guys. Uh, oh, speaking of which, I also wanted to point out at the end of Blown Away, one of the stupidest movies you'll ever see. <laughs> it's dedicated to the bomb, the brave yes. bomb squad. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> I'm sure they were very honored and touched. It should have ended with a bomb squad tech wrote this. Like one eight seven. Oh no, chilling. Or a mad bomber wrote this, and it's like it was originally it was all from the perspective of the killer and oh, wow. <laughs> how this this fucking cop got on his way. Uh, what do we got coming up next? Well, we got a sequel coming up next. We do. We, we have man. we have a sequel to a we have a sequel to one of the movies we did today. Yes, and, and a, a sequel, sequel episode. Episode. Right. Wow. So Huge. we did Huge. we did built Ford tough before. What was covered on that? Firewall. Oh, uh, it was a uh, frantic. frantic. Firewall. What was the third one? Some was it Extreme Measures? Ex- uh, no, I'm thinking of something else with him. I don't know. Wow, what Fuck was the, some other one? What was the third Harrison Ford? I'm gonna look it up Harrison right now because we have to know. Ford. But this one, we're going to do one. We're, we're gonna do big, we're the, witness, we're the witness. The witness. We're gonna do Fugitive. Witness yep. and clear and present clear and danger. danger. Finally, fugitive. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. And witness like too. The, I'm actually excited to watch witness again. Yeah, I watched that last night. I recall night. witness it's, being it's good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I, remember, pretty good. I remember liking it a lot. I can't wait to talk about the fugitive. As we all know, famously, I think the fugitive is not good. 
Fascinating. And I will discuss why. Matt's going to get his contrarian pants on. and It's a boring movie that doesn't make sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Save it for next <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, hold your, hold your fire. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> We've heard it before. But we'll, uh, so. <laughs> Things are going to get hot. Because The Fugitive is famously my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> it is not. I but I do like it. Like I do like that movie, too. I don't yeah. care. And then this one, this I is one we we did U.S. Marshals before, but we're so we're going backwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't um, find Built Ford Tough on the thing. Yeah, what it's was hard the third to look one? up. So funny I don't with know. the third. I'll just have to look at his filmography. Yeah. Was it no? Because look it up. Look it up at home, folks, and you'll find out. Yeah. What the fuck? What what movie we did? I'll I'll find I'll, and I'll find it when we're not talking into the microphone. Yeah, we'll do it another time. All right. Well, so yeah. So Patreon. Thanks for Get listening. on that Patreon. Yep. Get us to 125, please, so, please, please, we're, please. We're keep being so close. <laughs> uh, and follow us on Twitter, Letterboxd, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um. Yeah. And we love you. We need you. We do. Thank you. Thank you. So, we thanks. worship you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, <laughs> Very good. What? what do you want to say? An Irish goodbye? What's the Irish goodbye? Couldn't tell you. Oh, bon marché. Is it? Would you, is it Irish goodbye where you just you just leave? Bon voyage. Bon voyage. Bon, bon voyage. You, you leave without saying goodbye. Yeah, is that's that the Irish goodbye. That's the Irish goodbye. All right. Well then, let's do that. All right. Bye. Damn it. Ah, oh, Matt Blue. <laughs> Until next time, the suspense is killing us.